All right. <clears throat> we move in. Uh, you want to do a show? Yeah, let's do a show. <laughs> well, yeah. Apparently, Jen's worried. Are you, do you, are you worried about being so far away in the no. room? But this Not is the all. new redesign. I we like got, we, it. It's the new studio. It's a redesign. You know who's not criticizing me? I like it. Eddie. Because he's on his phone. This could be oh, on yeah. Twitter. Eddie's, Eddie's like, I got to figure out my other podcast for the I day. I was going to say, somebody gets popular on another podcast, and yeah, now he's just got, doesn't have much to say. Doesn't I, have much to say. Hey, Ed, are you, uh, are you doing, uh, uh, replying on Twitter to all your fans now? Is that yeah, what you I'm do all day long? I'm replying because I'm, 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 Eddie's, I piss people off. Yeah. Well, you're a man of the people. Well, what? What, you pissed him off? Well, I... I did. The, I mentioned McDonald's has wider straws because McDonald's wants you to have more soda in your mouth. That is true. Yeah. And then everyone's going, no, it's because the milkshakes are thicker. And I'm like, it's nope. because the straws are. So well, I'm glad that these are the types of. <laughs> this is why people are angry at you. Well, it doesn't uh, take much. It doesn't take much. It, it, it clearly doesn't take much. Uh, well, that's, what, that's what started the discussion. We were bashing straws, and one guy. <laughs> met, his typical. West Coast straw bashing at its best. You have taken hashtag resist to a really, God. really. You got to resist everything. Eddie's like, I got this uh, anti-straw tattoo. Um, I do agree with Eddie. It has nothing to do with the milkshake. No, it's you get more soda. Because otherwise, mouth. they would give you a different straw, milkshake straw. Otherwise, they just give you a spoon. If it was like that if it's thick. That thick. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I am Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. Also in the house, Jen Murphy and Eddie. No straw pence. No straws. Not in, not in 2019. Yeah, that's right. New. Well, not only tw- just in California, right? I think so. I only at restaurants. You can still get them at fast food places. At restaurants, you have yeah. to ask for a straw. Yeah, because I went to El Cholo a few nights ago. No straw in my Old margarita. Old stomping ground. In your like, margarita. How am I to drink this? Do you go back and always be like, you guys remember me? Because I'm wearing, still wearing my dress. Is it all tattered now? <laughs> I, I just start like busting zombie, tables. Like a zombie Cholo dress? And pick up some tips. You're like, uh, what was that? I'm ready for my close-up. Uh, movie. Oh, Cecil B. DeMille. Yeah, no, what was the uh, but what was Sunset the movie? Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, you're the Sunset Boulevard of El Cholo. Such you just keep movie. coming back. <laughs> tattered, it's really depressing because she was like old and. John, are you confused as to what we're talking about? I guess I never. I know I should have seen this movie, but I I haven't seen it's Sunset so Boulevard. It's, it's called Jen Murphy used to work at El Cholo. What well, movie no, are you talking no, about? she's talking about Sunset Boulevard. The Cecil B. DeMille. She's You've never this, seen like, it. Sixty-year-old no. woman who thinks she can still be an ingenue, and she really believes it in her head. You never, you never even just seen that one no. scene. They play that scene all the time. I, maybe I have. I mean, I, I know about the movie. I'm not like. I don't want to brag, but I saw it on Broadway, starring Glenn Close. Whoa! Hey, Whoa. Glenn Close. Did you also see Goonies on Broadway? No. I've never seen Goonies in real life. So, <laughs> but again, we've discussed. It doesn't matter anymore. You're past that point. It's like when a kid is like someone ten years younger than you. You're hanging out with, and they're like, "Oh man, this was like." Like people who loved Rugrats, they're clearly like ten years younger than me. You know what I mean? I didn't watch Rugrats. I was like in high school at the it's time. Like Power Rangers. Yeah, Power Rangers did nothing for me because I was already be I had that grown point. past that. You know. I did but just like, see Rudy in person though. Sean, which Aston? one? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. or the movie? No. I saw the movie. Rudy, <laughs> Rudy Huxtable. Sean Aston. Um, where did you see Sean Aston? Um, he's starring in a new Netflix sitcom. Oh, you saw him on TV. Oh, you saw him on TV. Okay. Well, I've seen no, lots of people. No, I went on TV. to the taping. Oh, wow. What was the uh, guys? <laughs> I get paid thirteen dollars an hour to go clap. You could have just said you were invited by a friend. Well, why'd you make force me to say that out I, loud? No, I, force I you let to people say know how I definitely sad my life is. Your life is not sad, Jen. You're very. You're. You gotta. You gotta. Anyway, he's very funny. What is in the show? It's just in general, yeah. Well, Rudy oh. wasn't Rudy on Stranger Things. Yeah. He's been working consistently. Oh so yeah. He, so so off of his. Uh, he's done a bunch of Sandler movies. He's yeah, done a he's, bunch of he's stuff. Yeah. A he's, lot. he's he's always. He's lived. 
lived the life. He also is like well, kind it's of good that we're calling him Rudy though. Well, so. but Sean, I couldn't remember his name. Well, he but Sean Astin was <laughs> I in knew Goonies. If I said Rudy, one of you. Would... He's also uh, he Frodo was also Baggins. I was just gonna say he was also an extremely Frodo Baggins. Yeah. <laughs> he was what Frodo Baggins. Yeah, I guess Lord of the Rings, huh? <laughs> you guys may or may not have heard of that. I've heard of it, but I have only seen the first two. Movie. The first, the second one was not my bag, baby. We not should have done mushrooms before this podcast. You didn't? I don't know. There's two things that have mushrooms in there. I've never done that. mushrooms. Well, oh, no, okay. out front there's some mushrooms you probably noticed, and then there's like mushrooms on your this stool right here. Yeah, I never noticed. What is that? A mushrooms. taco pillow over there? Yeah, that's no, it's a taco blanket. We're just trying to get used to the new lay of the land. Have you done mushrooms, Brian? No. Brian moved his exercise bike. What was it? No, it was it a treadmill? It's on the patio. I it's just made more space down here. That's all. Because you want to exercise. It feel like you know. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, yeah I like. Awesome. And there's no carpet anymore. What what happened there? Do you really want to go there? No, I guess not. I thought was it a rug? Because I thought it was, it was a carpeted. A rug. It was a oh, it was rug. a rug. Okay, so why'd the, you bring it up again after we just said you want to go? Oh, no, it was after we put down our first, our, our second cat. That go. was part of the the uh, cleansing of uh, it was it would already, that that cat really was kind of wrecking that carpet anyway. So you it was kind of it. like it's you know they it's kind of one together. of those things. Yeah, <laughs> it's the cat of the carpet. Um, I think so it looks really nice in here. There's a good zen. Okay. Is there feng shui, Jen? Yeah. I don't know about that. I, it's it's pretty squared out though. Yeah. Well, it's flow. I think that it's good flow. Like you can walk through. You're not stepping around stuff. There's nothing good in the feng way. Feng shui is when all, like uh, you're. Furniture like yeah. that is it's facing not, not into the sun. On it. That's feng shui when your furniture faces into the sun. I think so. I don't. That that, right. that cannot right. be right. That's got. There's got to be something else no, to I it. I wish there was just a way we could look into these things. No, you know because. But also, inviting. like, who's just like trying to sit facing the sun all the time? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's. And if you have four chairs, then no one's looking at each other. You're inviting the universe. Well, I'm not getting good feng shui, but you guys are. I had my family was just in town from Wisconsin, and every morning they sat outside facing the sun. Well, Thank you. so you you forget well, that. Well, that's like, yeah, that that's a group of people who have been buried in snow <laughs> for the last six months. It's the universe vitamins going into your body. Universe yeah, no, I'm not vitamins. saying the sun is bad. I'm saying. I wouldn't want all my furniture in my apartment looking at the sun. Like <laughs> I'd want a couple places to sit where and I the could sun like. Sun moves throughout the day, so do you have to move your Ooh, furniture? It's just a rolly desk chair. Feng shui. You can just move around. Brian's got to go work out. Got to get on that treadmill. <laughs> Uh, you guys got to stop talking about things that people can't see. You guys understand. Brian's podcast. wearing his Under Armour. Brian got Eddie, Under Armour for Christmas. Eddie, Eddie you're, you're on successful podcast. Can you please explain to them to stop talking about physical things that people will never see in right. the podcast? What Brian said. Eddie yeah, just goes you. to sleep. Good. I know it's been a while. Man, you got, you're matching the top with the shoes. I have a disorder. <laughs> is it a what? What is the disorder? I, I uh, first off, everything is Nike. I can't mix. Oh, sweatshops. You love sweatshops. You have to have Nike pants. Nike I can't shirt. mix. So I'll tell you, um, there, there was one time. Like I, I, I was like, okay, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through this. Another piece of the puzzle. So um, I, I can't mix, and I, and I, I, I was telling Jen before. I also have a hard time. Like if I, if I don't think two colors completely go together, I'll freak out and take it off, and and I can't like. So anyway, whatever. My point is, so I tried to get over that once a long time ago. I was working at the Herald. And um, I forget the guy's name. He was in uh, um, he was in uh, Animal House. He was kind of like the uh, the uppity guy in Animal House. Very successful uh, actor. Sean Astin. No, no. Blonde haired, blonde haired no, guy. No, dark haired. He was also in Tommy Boy. He oh was, yeah, 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 dude, Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson, right? So Tim Matheson. That guy's been in everything. Yeah. yeah. So he he was uh, he was an executive producer and a showrunner on this. Uh, I think it was either Without a Trace or Cold Case, one of those shows that used to film at the Herald all the time. 
And so got to know him over time. And one of the times he came in on a director scout, and I was wearing, I think, New Balance tennis shoes and like uh, like a Nike shirt. And I shit you not, it was the only time I'd ever done it where walking up the stairs, he looks over at me, he goes, mixing logos, huh? And I was like, <laughs> God damn it. Like, I like, literally wow. was like. Tim Matheson got into yes, your head yes. immediately. He, and he saw the look on my face. Like, I just freaked out. Like, where did Brian go? I think he went home to change his <laughs> shoes. What the Never again fuck? after that. I was like, because I thought to myself, no one's noticing. Right? No, no one and is. No one, like, is no, no one is. I don't no. Tim Matheson is like, I think I could drive this dude insane. No, like, he, <laughs> that's what it is. Like, he represented the universe in I that moment to say yes. Making a wisecrack because there was awkward silence. An amazing story about Tim Matheson. Uh, I think I just told the best one ever. You definitely did. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> underwhelm our audience with a lesser story. Um, when I was in college, I read, I thought I read that he had died. So I was like talk, talking to my buddy Tim. I'm like, oh man, Tim, because Black Sheep had come out like a few years before, and we'd all seen it in the theater. And we, you know, and I was like, oh, that guy was in Animal House. He's worked with Belushi. He's worked with Farley. This guy is the best, you know. And I was like, oh man, Tim Matheson died. And I told my buddy Tim, and he's like, oh man, that's a bummer. And there was, you know, the internet was just emails back then, so yeah. it was like Tim Matheson is dead in my head. Cut to I moved to Los Angeles like a couple years. Uh, so this, or you y- thought he's been dead for a long time? Ninety-seven, ninety-eight for yeah. like. Several years, you thought Tim Matheson. So then, two thousand. Think about the logic, though. What he's saying is, information was not as accessible. I so misread. It like he was going to go to the library and search up micro. I missed an internet in nineteen ninety seven. There was, but not the way there not is the now. Not the way. Not the way there is there now. Smartphone. I had no, there, in nineteen ninety seven. There weren't smartphones. Oh no! Yeah, I was yeah. like, there had there was computers with there internet. Was, there was computers was with AOL, internet. But I went to college in Ashland, Wisconsin. We had email. No one was doing research online. So I misread an article. The year 2000, I'm sitting on my toilet uh, in the apartment I share with my buddy Tim, who Very I told this in college. Uh, he's downstairs <laughs> watching TV, and I hear, hey, dude, I don't think Tim Matheson is dead. And I was like, what? Why not? And he's like, because he's in a new show on CBS. <laughs> it starts this Monday. And You're I was like, like, holy shit, Tim Matheson's a zombie? What? And then like, I had to go. F- <laughs> then I did the research. And was You're like, like, Hollywood is amazing. I, I don't, I'm not even sure how I miss read that or where I got it, but I was like, it was crazy to think that Tim well, Matheson was dead another, to me in a few, for Tim a few died. years. Another Tim is dead. Probably. Maybe it's Tim it. Matheson, local farmer. Yeah. Good event, yeah. <laughs> Somebody from, from your area. From Ashland, Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Tim Matheson died. Well, it says here he died working on his Chevy, but I don't know, whatever. And then I just assume it's the actor. Ashland had a lot of movies shot. Th- well, Couple movie shots. Speaking well, of two. that, I mean, again, this is not relevant. But speaking of working on cars and like dying, I know I totally forgot about this. I was um, uh, that's the beauty of like the holidays and having too much time on your hand is you. I'll start watching random stuff, and I was watching like an MLB presents, and they're talking about Mark the Bird Fidrich. And we're Dude, all, uh, I didn't realize he died. A car fell on top of him. While no, he was working his, on it. he got he choked. It was like the shirt got ripped up into the gears of the truck he was working on. But still, some yeah, and it and it and it kind of choked him out, and like Jesus. Uh, but that was like after he'd retired. Mm-hmm. That he's got a great story. Yeah. Like he was Except an all-around like which is awful. What's that? <laughs> Except the end. Which well, the end terrible, is awful. But yeah. I mean, like his his like rise to being this like phenom, and then that didn't last very long. No, that's what's but, so amazing about it when you actually watch it when they when they that part of the of the document uh, document documentary. Thank you, thank documentation. You. Yes, of his life. Uh, it is amazing how quickly he catapulted. Like he went from like basically. Single A, a to random a star, yeah. like very quickly. Yeah. Why didn't he just shimmy out of the shirt? 
It was it was too quick. It happened too quick. He got, hey, he got remind me not to have gear. you near anyone's funeral when they start talking about what happened, so you can question like why? Why didn't they just get away from the falling rocks? <laughs> why did he go hiking alone? I know you guys are all Jed, sad, but did Jed, he have to die? I mean, Jed, did everybody really look Jed, into all the ways he should have been Jed saved? Murphy's no one knows a doctor. No one knows CPR. It doesn't Nobody? seem like he tried. Very I mean, hard. some of you should feel ashamed of yourselves for making this. <laughs> I mean, I it think was like some a of you split probably second thing. It happened immediately. Uh, as they're pushing, it basically beheaded him. I didn't know him, you could get choked out by your own shirt. I don't think you're understanding well, what happened. The shirt at didn't all. choke him. Well, the shirt. It got. He got basically got caught in the gears of a combine. So think, the shirt pulled him up. You, you lost her a long time ago. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a visual. No. You okay. Well. I suggest going online. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You want a real visual? And, and researching gruesome deaths. Yeah, yeah. You'll find out a million ways people Did can die. Did you see the scooter guy that got hit yesterday? Dude. No, what happened? Well, it's... it's By uh, the car chase? The... The, uh, was it on some, it right on the some guy in a news. some guy in a car chase literally intentionally ran over one of those guys on a bird electric on a bird scooter but they no, showed no, 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 it no. on the news they showed the guy go on top of the car and then roll under it and roll, the car yeah. run over him oh he kind of got up I think the adrenaline was kicking in because he got run over like hardcore yeah but he kind of got up it was like and then they cut away but he got up kind of like what the fuck <laughs> you like, mad seriously I'm on a bird scooter over here it was a, that part of it to me was amazing because you watch it you're like this guy's dead and like literally he started getting up like what the fuck but he could also still be dead like he could no, get up said, and then they said he's okay yeah I think which it, is it ran weirder. over his legs so it's probably just his legs are all broken up yeah, like just the tire. Like I, the good thing is, it seemed like the oh, way just the he, tire of the car ran. Well, <laughs> versus the car doing a, a, a barrel roll over his I, body, and also I think it ran. What she means by the legs, it didn't run over his organs, meaning yeah. that that's the part that you know that's yeah. a totally different Ooh. scenario. And Jen's like, ride a scooter maybe again, but maybe he shouldn't. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he shouldn't be on a bird scooter. Well, I did think he was pretty far into the street. I knew it was coming. I knew he you were going to say that. Sidewalk. You are correct. He you was should, in the middle of the road. You should go to the hospital. Why was he in the middle of the road? It doesn't matter. Point is, you still don't run somebody. But over the car the also <laughs> didn't even try and swerve. Just no, he intentionally. He intentionally. Was it Justin Wood? <laughs> <laughs> Justin Wood hates bird scooters. He like. He was the first person I texted. They I did say. Uh, by the way, I, this is the only reason why I know about this. You know, this is what we love about the internet. This Somehow or another, it came up in my feed, and someone was like, um, "Man, did you see that car chase where that dude ran over that guy in the uh, um, on the on the scooter?" Or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, man." After that, as far as I'm concerned, the cops should have taken him out. And like the next person was like, "Well, he was a veteran, so how do you feel about that now?" And the guy's like, "Which person was a veteran? The guy that ran him over." So you don't do you start shooting veterans? The guy's like, "Fuck him! He just ran somebody over. Who cares if he's a veteran or not?" He's like, "What if he has PTSD?" He's like, "The point is, he fucking ran somebody over. I'd still fucking shoot him." And I'm like, "I got to get out of this rabbit hole. I don't know what yeah. conversation I just got myself." Where do you involved find in. yourself in these conversations? I, I, I again. It seems like every time I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll give the internet a, a second chance. And I Why? get back on and You know, there's an easier it. way to see the news. I have the Channel 7 app on my phone. Then you just read the news. Well, but then Channel 7 was the one that got really excited about. That's how I saw. Then I was like, well, I need to know how violent this was. And Channel 7 was like, okay, you're about to. Yeah. They get very excited. They're going to sen sensationalize all of it, dude. That's they get, how they get you to they watch. They pretend like they're disappointed, but you can see the glimmer in their eyes. They're not disappointed. How excited they are to show these things. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying the NRA gets disappointed. It's they, no, they don't get disappointed. They get excited. They get excited for the things that most normal people are like, ooh, that was horrific. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, this is our ticket in. You're like, oh, interesting. 2019. But... 2019 has just begun, and it's only been 
four a, four days. And what's up with all the like? The, there was like a like everybody that was seventy six years old died on on January second. That they, was like really weird. They did have the three. I mean, it was. I was woke Captain up seventy six too. I woke up to. I don't know if he 76 was seventy six or seventy seven years old. Super literally. Dave and uh, me and Gene were both seventy six. So, uh, and I, then the guy, the guy, the my the most the craziest thing. The for captain. Me the captain was, but listen, like. So me and Gene dies, and I'm like, oh my god, that's a you know that's was like a childhood guy, yeah. like that really, uh, that really stung a little bit, you know. Yeah. And to find out he was only 76, like that's not that it's not crazy old to me. No. Um, and then and then Super uh, Dave, Super Dave, which was a huge bummer because yeah. that dude was so funny. When I was a kid, we would watch him on letter, like he like. My dad, we would cry laughing at that dude. He was, it was the ridiculous. He's the king of deadpan. He was one of the most, the, the best at deadpan I've it, ever the, seen. But the create, like, set you up for something you knew was going to be a dummy getting hit by a car, and still it was, like, you knew what was coming. You were yeah. never like, oh, that was, this. you were like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and there it is. And then you just fucking laughed. Like, he, Super Dave was so funny. Uh, and then the guy from Captain... My brother was like, well, who's the third one going to be? They come in threes. And then the guy from Captain and Tennille died. The captain. The captain from Captain and Tennille, whose real name is... Le- uh, Daniel. Da- Daryl. Daryl Dragon. Daryl Dragon. <laughs> Why did he change his name to the captain? Well, because it can't be Dragon and Tennille. Captain. Yeah, it can. Captain Dragon and Captain Tenille. Dragon and Tennille. Well, but... Okay, or just Captain Dragon and his blowhards. Or it's got to be a different type of music, though. I mean, he, I guess yeah, he's not in a death metal band, but yeah. But anyway, he I was also, the original captain. Also, like three things I found out about right? Super Dave, or three things surrounding Super Dave's passing. The Beach Boys, right? Yeah, Super Dave's brothers with Albert Al- Brooks. You didn't know that. I did no. not know that. No. Albert also, Einstein. Albert Brooks's original name <laughs> or real name is Albert Einstein. Didn't know oh, that either. Wow, That's really? insane to me. <laughs> that is parents. Bob Einstein is Albert Einstein's brother. Not Albert Einstein, the guy with the equations. Albert Einstein, the but guy with... why would you name with... one son Bob Einstein? <laughs> and they were like, let's fuck this one over. I call just him think Albert Einstein. Bob, first of all, Bob Einstein is a hilarious name. Like, how you doing? I'm Bob Einstein. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, it just sounds made up. Maybe he was born before Albert was famous. Who? Cool. What? <laughs> Eddie said, why would you name him Albert Einstein? Well, Albert, Einstein Albert Einstein has been famous sh- for like... Since they didn't know. There was no internet. <laughs> so they probably had Oh, so they didn't know they anything about E equals MC squared? Or Tim Matheson's death. They could How not confirm either one of those really? things. The atomic bomb, no idea. Yeah, I mean, these are things that have been... They were in the public eye. Everyone knew Albert Einstein. Not if they didn't have internet. Well, you, you, no, no, no. <laughs> Did you not think there was any form of communication <laughs> before the internet? We were all tribes, and we lived in huts. What did you think? Do you don't think not people had newspapers? Everyone could afford the newspaper, John. John, she brings up a good point. No, what? she doesn't. She brings up absolutely no <laughs> Thank point. Thank you, Brian. I also thought your story was better about that guy. <clears throat> that guy that you already forgot about? Oh, That's my how great God. Was. Shut up. <laughs> well, but a lot of people back in the day also Are used to name... Are you telling me to shut up? Telling everybody to shut up. Isn't everybody in some way, shape, or form named in tribute of someone? So I think he was the extreme form of it. Like, obviously, there's a lot of That's kids that are extreme. named Elvis. Some kids are named Elvis. You know exactly where that came from. It's Elvis is not a... Costello. Yeah. Well, it could... <laughs> see, but it could be. It though. could be, yeah. And, and also, like, I do know a guy named Elvis... Elvis Winterbottom. Okay. He, we were in a commercial together. He played uh, like with that bad air commercial I did where I play. It was uh, humidity. He played like one of the. He played cold or something like that. Anyway, 
<laughs> but that's the only Elvis I know. But you're right. That comes from one of two places. It's not like I thought of the name Elvis. At the time, they probably thought it was cute. And then, obviously, as... He'll, as, grow, as into, he, he'll grow into the name? And as he got older, he was like, nah, no, this isn't happening. So he just changed his well, name. Well, but would he have changed his name if his... Because Dave was in show business before him, wasn't he? Yeah, Isn't Dave older? He's a Who's older Dave? Dave Osborne Super or Bob. Dave, Bob Einstein? Uh, okay. Sorry, I sorry, I go Throw by a lot of names out there. Well, he had a lot of names. Yeah, he's right. Funkhauser on Curb. Yeah, he was, he was uh, so funny on Funkhauser. Yeah. yeah, he was. Dude, he was the he's the surrogate in oh. uh, Arrested Development. Yeah. Remember oh. that when he, he did the, the monitor on him? He had to wear the monitor so Jeffrey Tambor could communicate with his family, <laughs> and then he would like get involved. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know, dude. The guy was Super Dave was really funny. I thought it was crazy that Albert Einstein's Albert Brooks's real name is Albert Einstein, and uh, that guy should have used dragon somehow in Captain and Tennille. <laughs> well, he probably was headed in that direction, and then what you about know. Puff the Magic Dragon? That was a thing, right? Sure, uh, children's books like sure. he could have been a more because Captain and Tennille is like floaty '70s music, right? Albert Brooks, by the way, um, do you, uh, what's your guys' take on him as far as a filmmaker? Were you into his stuff? I th- I think I'm I think I'm a generation removed. Like, like you don't, I think you, people five you, to ten years older than me were like he's the best, and I was like, uh, okay. Because he had quite a quite a big run, probably through the. Uh, I think he started kind of like slowing down in the mid '90s. But I will tell you one interesting thing because I love watching old movies. Um, there was a couple old movies that I saw. One of them uh, had Albert Brooks in it, and the other one had uh, Gene Hackman in it. And in both of these specific movies, there were there were scenes where these guys were getting with women and they were taking their shirts off. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> they had so much hair on their backs. And I was like, why? Why can't movies? Start? When did when did it become you had to become like a hairless man? You know what I mean? Like it was like it became this thing like back then it was like no big deal. I mean, and Albert Brooks was like, he's fucking hairy. I mean, it was like straight up like. Even I felt bad for the woman in that scene of like, wow, oh. okay, all right, I guess we're going there. That's totally oh. fine. But that there, nasty now. But, but it's just a different it, time. It does like seem, that was the it, 70s it and like no one gave now. a shit. But when you were younger, like you saw like shirtless dudes on TV or whatever, and you're like, yeah, you know, dudes got hair on their shoulders or I'm whatever. I'm trying to remember like, when it no kind of became a thing no, for everybody that to was, like be hairless. Was that like a 90s thing or was that like a. I don't, I think. There it, was a time, like manscaping and everybody scaping was kind of became this big thing. I think 90s, yeah. But I mean, when you look at like even pornography from the seventies, I, 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 first of all, I always feel there, bad for the women because the dudes are just to disgusting to me. But like, the idea, like, no muscle tone, no. like dudes, like Ron Jeremy was like, he just had a really big dick, but he didn't like work out. He didn't like do sit ups. He didn't do curls. Is that what he was hired for? No, but I mean, like, there was no like his body was like this. He wasn't sexy. It was like yeah, it was like this bland kind of like just lanky like body <laughs> he did like like tom brady like the that intro picture of tom brady before he got drafted yeah, and everyone, yeah. everyone just dissected <laughs> it like this guy this guy's horrific like what look at his body like that that's like a regular dude body <laughs> right and then and then now it's like you got to be sculpted and have got to be ripped one step closer to becoming machines right merging ai with uh exactly well See? i knew Gemma would agree with me does anybody that. has anybody seen the male sex robots that are coming no. no that are coming are they marching down the street no they're coming <laughs> they're coming everywhere the <laughs> no yeah there's there's a new there's a new male sex robot that are coming <coughs> i don't think women are going to be into was that was that a joke no We're not it's not a no, joke. the sec- the last part of that there was that like a dad the, joke do they, they actually ejaculate no they're not actually ejaculating but it's it's I don't think women are going to go into 
I, do you not think that women are like as pervy as dudes or, or just as lonely? Or what is the... Because I, I don't... No, I think women... I mean, if they're horny, I mean, I guess they would use like a vibrator. But I don't think they need the full body like a robot. <laughs> I, yeah, but why, why do dude, men... I think there's a lot of like men who really want to believe, like would lay next to the robot and have like boobs and have the whole... They do everything. They put they put it in the mouth. They got, they use in the whole body. Yeah. Women would probably just. I mean, how what else are you going to use besides the penis part of the body? Yeah. You're not going to be like now unless the robot can like mow the lawn yeah. or. Does it have a tongue that moves? Eddie and I'll be over here. You guys. A tongue. Well, if it has a tongue, <laughs> it should have it should have a functioning mouth, right? I mean, it has oh, to. Oh, obviously. Yeah. I got to go home and sit on my robot's face. <laughs> I mean, what? But isn't and and the the yeah. picture of it was like this. Like, ro- like a Terminator type robot, where you're like, "Ooh, oh, the oh whole man. thing is really creepy. It's really strange, you but have to also sleep next to a robot, that's pretty sad. But can you, can you only is mount like, the rope, the male robot, or does it get on top of you? And I don't know. I mean, I think it does. If it's expensive enough, it probably could be on top of you. It depends how much money you're willing to spend. Yeah, there's different settings. This one only does missionary. <laughs> This one only does doggy style. It's like apps; you have to pay for extras. Yeah, like, uh, there's some there's some in app purchases. <laughs> some in app well, purchases. It was purchases a free robot, this. but I can't do anything. <laughs> Funniest thing I read about it though on Twitter, someone wrote, um, "Unstoppable penises is why we're in this mess in the first place." <laughs> Unstoppable penises. Well, just this because everyone's like these robots are going to be like <laughs> crazy boners. Like, it's Does very no one care about real companionship anymore? That, that's what I'm. That's the that I think is the fear and the worry is that like, there once people find what they want sexually from a robot that doesn't talk back or whatever their problem is with regular women, it's gonna be like, is that how it goes? Are we? Is that because pornography is has been like the forefront of all our technological advances? Like the reason like Blu-ray won out over. DVD was, or DVD went out at the beginning, was because of porn. It was like whatever porn chooses to go with becomes the norm. Wow, oh, really? I, it didn't yes. Choose, well, no, but also millennials are, I have less yeah. interest in sex than any other generation. I have heard that. Yeah, and now is that because of serious population decrease? That would be because of the smartphone that Eddie spends most of his time on. Tra- but also, couldn't we use a serious population decrease? I'm saying, if we stop breeding a little bit for like a generation or two, what that you? could seriously help the you planet. Economy? My commie? I do agree with you, but it is sad that they're more into their phones than interaction but with humans. But you know humans. what? That's their problem. But it's, a, but it, yes, yes. True. It's their problem. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care less. That's what you want to do. Well, no, I get it, but it becomes a problem that they don't know is a problem because they don't know it any other way. Let me tell you something. They know, you, have to, you make choices. I've been around, I, and Eddie can probably attest to this to an extent depending on, you know, what he's got within his family circle, but I'm around enough kids of different ages. I can't tell you how many times they could be in front of something amazing, whether it's mountains or uh, the forest or the ocean, and their fucking heads are so buried in their fucking phones, and they could give two shits about anything that's going on in the environment around them. And even when you remind them, hey, this is pretty fucking sweet, they just don't give two shits. And 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 You you don't worry that your kids are growing up like that? I'm not talking about my kids. I'm talking about kids in general. It's just like... You either you either come to terms with the fact that you wanna you wanna have any interest in what the world's surrounding you, or you wanna fucking check out. If you wanna check out, that's on you. You're you're the only one missing out. That's I mean, it's it's that simple. Well, I mean, I, I restrict the amount of time. My kids are not allowed to do that kind of shit. Uh, and and over time, 
that for, it starts first. They start off like any addict. They get fucking pissed off about it, and they fight you, and they try to try to fight back, and because that's all they got in their lives to do anyway is fight back about everything because kids do. But then over time, they just get used to it, and then they start paying attention to other shit. And oh, hey, big surprise! All of a sudden, they give a shit about other stuff. So it just depends. Well, the, then, then, it, then, like you said, it's on the parents to sort of help guide that. And I swore a lot in that speech. All right, continue. You just touched hands. Okay, congratulations. Uh, you, you, thought you, were, you, thought, you thought you were raising your hand. <laughs> he, thought and we, he thought we were going to hold hands and jump together <laughs> into this parenting thing. <laughs> Let's do this. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, it is. It, there's a lot to be said. Like, I guess it does fall on the parents to be like, look, you can only have so much time on your phone or so much time in front of you the TV to. or whatever. Otherwise, I mean, that's it just takes over. But they, it also is the easy way out in the sense that, like, they're screaming, they're screaming, they're screaming, but you can hand them a screen and they'll stop screaming. It's like, okay, well, or, that would kind of win out for me. Or just let them or scream. Or you could just swing your hand around in the back seat like uh, most parents did and just well, miss the kid repeatedly. But still, <laughs> there was just enough of a threat there that you, uh, at some point, you just shut the fuck up and... Yeah, I mean... Stared out the window. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, mean, I guess. You should maybe write a book about like how to parent. No. I did. You did? Yeah. It's in a vault. Oh. I was allowed to read it. Wait, did you really write a book? I'm no. Oh, no. I'm like. No one gives a <laughs> shit what I have to say. That's not true. We have no. tens of listeners. As long as, you, as long as you keep your logos together, you're fine. <laughs> Just make your logo. That still blows my mind because I don't think I've ever I've ever been like, oh, I can't wear this because I'm wearing Adidas but shoes. But do you get anxiety if other people aren't matching or do no, you not care? care? No, it's just a personal thing. I you. look at it. I actually, I'm you, envious. You, you judge? No, I'm no. envious. I'm, you're I envious actually, of their disarray? Yeah, I meant like I like Eddie's a perfect example. Eddie's got I, I think <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying I, I'll look minor like, league baseball minor, shirt and, and uh, Adidas socks. No, that I don't care about. Shoes. I don't gonna go that far. Just just a shirt and the hat, the shirt logo and, and, the, NFL and logo. the NFL logo. Like it's two different sports working with each other there. That I would I can't. But see, do I'd that. feel well, worse if I was wearing a uh, NFL shirt and an NFL hat, which I also can't do that unless that I'm coaching. Weird and then me. I'm just the fucking weird guy that's like, yeah, I'm gonna dress up like a, I'm gonna I'm gonna role play today. Like the, I I don't really pay attention to my wear except if I, if I put on like if I'm wearing a Redskins shirt, I make sure I don't wear a Redskins hat unless I'm going to an actual game. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'll yeah, make sure I put on a baseball hat, a baseball team if I have a. Look, I'm I'm not going to defend no anything that I do. Yeah, how long does it take you guys to get dressed in the morning? But would you wear a Dodgers T-shirt and a Dodgers cap and just go out? No, no. But here's one of the reasons why I won't do that, <laughs> because then you 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 stand the risk, especially if you're not going to a game, you stand the risk of fucking strangers thinking you're a super fan and wanting to start up conversations with you for or against the team that you're wearing. And that already freaks me out. Well, there's a risk of that when you wear a hat. You know what I mean? Like, if yes. you wear a Cubs hat and go to Portillo's in, the, in, the, in Orange County, you're not going to be able to finish your food before it gets cold because people are going to ask you what part of Chicago you're from every five seconds. Wow. But if so you're into that, that then Which you is do great. It. But if, like, like I, w- I wore a Cubs hat to the movie theater the other day, and this guy in a White Sox hat walked by me once, and I was like, in my head, I was like, this guy's going to be an issue. And then I was waiting for Nicole to get her popcorn, and this dude sidles up next to me, starts talking to this dude who's putting um, mustard on his hot dog. So he's he goes, also a mustard fan. <clears throat> he, he goes, <laughs> he goes, this is a meal you'd never see a woman eat. And the guy, the guy goes, what? And he goes, yeah, I never see a woman get a hot dog in a movie theater. I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, because women care about their health. Like I was like, 
I go, I, I just was like, whatever. And the guy goes, yeah, maybe. Like the other guy was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, don't mention the, don't mention, what did he say? Don't mention baseball around this guy. And he points at me. And I'm like, oh, don't bring me into this, dude. I don't want anything to do with you. And he was, and he was like, he was just he goes, pulling everybody. Uh-huh. And, and, and yeah, and literally there's three of us now in this weird triangle. And the like, guy's putting food up, like shit on his hot dog. I'm just standing there holding a drink and a bag of popcorn waiting for, Nicole to come back, and this guy's like, don't, yeah, huh, with the hat? He points at his hat, and I'm like, yeah, no, I uh, I don't have a problem with the White Sox. He goes, oh, really? And I go, yeah. Uh, you uh, go does this guy even have a movie ticket? Or I, ah! <laughs> Honestly, I, I think it turned, I think he was a child actor, because Nicole was like, hey, that was so-and-so from this movie. And I go, what? And then we looked it up, and it might have been him. So. Oh, he just wanted you to recognize him. I mean, maybe, but also... That's it was very socially uncomfortable. Like I, it was just a strange conversation to be having with a dude yeah, I didn't know. South, you got South Side Uncle there. God, well, but in but if I was ah, in Chicago and I was here. on the South Side, maybe yeah. an uncle goes, "Hey, get that red. What is that? You wearing toilet paper on your head? Whatever." I get that, but like Los Angeles, three thousand miles away, I'm in a movie theater He's on lonely. Hollywood Boulevard. Like, He's I, lonely, John. And which is also why I felt bad for like because we just kind of like ended up walking away from him, and I was like. Obviously, that guy needed someone to talk to. Like, I was just, we were late for the movie, and uh, I was like, How was the movie? Uh, we saw Aquaman. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, it's, but yeah, but, no, but, but in a way that I was like very happy with, I wasn't upset with it. You know, I've always kind of wanted to see an Aquaman movie because uh, I thought it was interesting when they did one, they, Vinny Chase and Entourage was, yeah, it was basically Aquaman. Oh, yeah. It was a punchline. Yeah. And, Entourage. Yeah. yeah, it was a punchline, and, and it, it'd be kind of been like when I was a kid watching Super Friends, uh, everyone was like, Aquaman, what does this fucking pussy do? What does he talk to fish? Like, his powers were useless on land. Like, I was like, how could they make it make a cool Aquaman movie? But now is when they, Didn't they couldn't they have done it before make one this. With Kevin Costner? What? What? Waterworld. Oh. Oh my God. Aquaman? I was like, wait a minute. Is there, <laughs> is there a 1980s Aquaman I don't know about? Like, holy shit. That would be <laughs> awesome. Concept? I never saw it. No, water. Uh, no, water world was there was no like land had All disappeared. The right, ice caps had melted, so there was no land. Yeah, and everyone lived on the water. On the water, not under and the Kevin water. Kevin Costner had evolved. Oh, he to didn't have any powers. He, he evolved ski, to the point of having gills, so he could breathe underwater. Okay. And Andy, he drove a Kawasaki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just jet skied around and told people to knock it off. I wish That's I had pretty a picture of John's world. face. Well, because I literally, because you know how sometimes there, there's like. <laughs> They made a Fantastic Four movie in the 80s, and it was weird and terrible. It's the best of the ones yeah, that was made. Yeah, come on, man. Oh. Be careful there. If you've seen all the ones okay. that have been made, that's the closest to the Fantastic Four. Oh, see, I don't know anything about that. I just uh, know, like, effects-wise, effects it would be hard. It's hard. Yeah. The fact that Superman, the first Superman, looks so good from being made in 1979 is pretty insane. They did a great job with that movie. But that if was, like... you watch like, Superman 4, the special effects... Dude, you can see the ropes around his hand, like, lifting him through a, a oh. ceiling. It's crazy bad. They did like they were like whatever man he's got the S on he can just do whatever and people will watch it it's like oh, I did when my family was in town we took him to the uh, Warner Brothers Studios here which actually was kind of fun I didn't realize how personalized some of those tours are unlike Universal Studios one and uh, they have uh, one of the uh, a Superman capes from '79 in there and it's so funny when you get up close and again working in the business you know yeah. you you understand wardrobe and you understand props and when you get really close to stuff it's not what it looks like on screen. And I remember turning to my wife, because I had made a, 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 sh- a short film, oh, good God, like 15 years ago called Super Precinct. And, and, and Natalie, my wife, had made Superman uh, je- sh- uh, uh, capes. Uh, and I, was, I turned to her and I go, this is about the same quality, quality 
craftsmanship that, that you made. Like, and I don't mean like disrespectful. I'm just saying it's like you forget. Like yeah. you think it's going to be this. She oh. did that for you for free. These yeah. guys got paid thousands and thousands of, of dollars, and they made thing. the same yeah. the same cake. When you get up close and you look at certain props and, and wardrobe. You're always, you're always like, man. Yeah, but yeah. I think that I, th- I like that. I like when the ArcLight does that when they put like. Uh, glass cases of like this is the wardrobe yeah. from such and such a movie or this is this they didn't have that for Aquaman but yeah but I don't like when they do it with like a contemporary movie and it's just like a guy a mannequin in a suit I'm like yeah. well that's just close. this is what the guy wore in a movie that took place present day it's, it's just also something you might buy tomorrow <laughs> I can go see this at Target yeah. this is just clothes it's a t-shirt and jeans so you're like oh cool <laughs> but no I like when they do the superhero costumes or like the old school like this is what you know Sherlock Holmes would have worn or whatever yeah what was the best movie you saw in 2018, Jen? Did you do you go to the movies a lot? No, <coughs> me neither. I used to. Okay, well that's, this is a great topic then. <laughs> should no, no, we, but should I, we have no, done I any mean, research before you decided nope, to ask a question? Listen, my point was: What's the best movie that no one saw this uh, in my 2018? My question was: You fucking smartass. My question was: Why is Eddie laughing so much? Because I was good at whatever I said. Did I see? I don't, I don't know. What My I question saw this was: year. What's the best movie you saw in 2018? Not what's the best movie that came out in 2018. What's the best movie you saw? So it could be a movie you've never have seen to be before. In the you, you know, it could be a movie made in 1976, but you'd never seen it until this last year. So that could be the best movie you saw in 2018. Uh, I wish you had asked me this yesterday because it takes me a really long oh, okay. time to think about things. Well, right. just well, do you have one, Mike? Are, are you freaking out right now? Jen's freaking out. Okay, we'll move. We'll let. We'll let you. We'll let you rest on it. We'll let I you go sit on it. Go outside for a minute. Get on the treadmill. Go outside. <laughs> the treadmill will help you think. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But Brian, what what was your favorite I movie of twenty eighteen? I don't think we're under pressure. Your turn. What? He asked you yours. I don't know about the best, but I will tell you a movie that I wasn't didn't really think I wanted to watch, but for some reason I just finally was like, yeah, why not? It was the middle of the night. Is a movie called Roma. Oh, it's oh, new. I've heard good things about that. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's slice of life. And so, like, a lot of people are like, nah, man. It's because it's, it, it literally follows um, uh, a basically nanny slash cleaning lady uh, in Mexico and her miserable life from beginning, middle to end. And so, it's not like this big, like, hooray, the world is a wonderful place type of movie. It's like sometimes it's, this is how it goes. Yeah, it's just kind of like things happen around her, things happen to her, and then it's just over. Like, it's just a moment in time type of movie. I happen to like that type of stuff. And so, um, I, and there, was a, there was an interesting ending to it, but it wasn't like a oh my God thing. But I, I actually really enjoyed it. Like, sometimes I, I my th- to, to answer your question, I like not... Just stumbling upon something versus yeah. like you were talking about Aquaman. Well, yeah, I went and saw Aquaman, but I'm very indifferent with that kind of stuff now. Yeah. Like I go and like somebody's like, "Huh, that sucked, huh? Let's let's get in a fight and talk uh-uh. about it." I'm like, no, "No, I didn't. I I went, I saw it, I was like, whatever, and I moved on with my life. Look, I'm not. I can't. A lot I don't of people work to make that movie. It looked good. I don't have a problem with the movie. Like, but I agree with you that when people are like, "Well, it doesn't follow the story," like I don't care because I don't have nine thousand Aquaman comic books in my apartment. Yeah, like, and that's fine for them if that's what they're into. But I I kind of was like looking, you know, for something else. I mean, off the top of my head, that'd be the one thing I would tell you that was a yeah, because you just sort of like, huh, I'll watch this, and you're like pleasantly surprised it. by yeah. how good it was. Yeah. I think that happens like that happens a lot. And I think that's the beauty of like Netflix and Hulu and that kind of stuff is like, oh, it also goes the other way where I made my wife watch a that Hulu original movie called Puka, the <laughs> Christmas Puka. movie, the Christmas horror movie that's out. There are no good Christmas movies out. No, well, there, no, this no, is I, I, I gotta like I like this new this this Christmas horror like like Silent Night. Like Have you ever Krampus? seen that movie? Like 
Krampus. Like those are you do me, like that stuff? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, they're not like great. You know, I'm not are like they good. <laughs> I've never seen a Christmas. They're they they're amusing. Great. They're amusing. I find them funny. But like, I like I like fall, uh, stumbling upon stuff that I would have had no idea about, and that happens more often on Netflix and stuff like that. But uh, I, the best what it was the best movie you saw a lot of movies this year, Ed. Yeah, I see a lot. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I saw. Any, I don't think I discovered anything new outside of 2018. In 2018. Oh, in 2018. Yeah, because you waited to see uh, Stan and Ollie. Uh, so yeah, so I, uh, if I, had I seen that <laughs> last week, I would be like, that's probably the best movie. <laughs> that's I what I would say. I saw I saw that on December 28th. Uh, the the first opening showing. shot of Stan and Ollie, just the long tracking shot, is I could have watched that for three hours. Where they're on the set of Way Out West? When they go from the dressing room, they're walking yeah. through the studio, and then they go into the set, and then it ends with them doing the dance. I'm like, it, that's an amazing opening shot. It's and and then it's I, like on par with that Goodfellas shot, dude. Yes, where they walk through the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. it's like the beginning of Halloween. That one yeah. tracking shot through the whole like, first. I could have watched Coogan and Riley play Laurel and Hardy for. In a in a Laurel and Hardy in movie. In a Laurel and Hardy yeah, movie. Yeah, like like I wish it had been a biopic for the entire career. Yeah, not I did, just the end. Or like uh like some sort of Amazon original series that Something was like, like I mean I would have follows it like the entire it starts from the beginning and goes to the end because I would like to seen them play them when they met and when they yeah. first got success yeah. and then through the breakup and then back when they were I mean like they I did such that. a good job like. It's one of those things like where Aquaman, I'm glad they waited to make Aquaman until 2018 when they had the special effects and the CG well, to go with Aquaman it. They know Aquaman because they made it look like, like Ocean Master looks like Ocean Master. Aquaman, other than the long hair, but he looks, it's the orange suit and it looks like yeah. Aquaman and like it's, visually they got it right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Stan and Ollie is like one of those things like it had to be the perfect story. It had to be the perfect uh, cast. I mean, Steve Coogan and John C. Riley. Like my whole thing is that's that Robin Hood scene. Yeah, that's them being in a movie that was never made but had been sort of written, and I felt like that was a great, amazing. It looked glimpse. like they were reacting a scene it, from the movie. It was an amazing glimpse of what that movie would have exactly what that movie would have been, and I was like, holy shit! Like that gave me chills. Like yeah. just the idea, and also the idea that. I left that movie and I ran into uh, Lee. Uh, this guy had been on the podcast before. He's just like I call him Bird Bones, but like he's uh, uh, Santino. used to call him Sex Rain. He was a PA on the movie Garbage, and now he's like a lit agent and like he sees every movie that comes out. And a lover of caffeine and a lover of caffeine. And he shows up. He sees me at the theater. Goes, hey man. I go, hey. Uh, he goes, what are you doing? I, go, ah, I was going to see Bumblebee. And I was like, oh, okay. I did not expect him to say that. <laughs> but then he was like, what did you just see? I go, I just saw Stan and Ollie. And he goes, oh. He goes, that was probably terrible. I go, what? And he goes, oh, no, sorry. I was thinking of Holmes and Watson. <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I don't know anything about that movie. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> but was that funny? There were parts in it where I was, I laughed out loud. Those two guys are hilarious It's a terrible to me. film. Is it? Yeah. But there's some moments in there where you're just like, it's pretty funny. There's some Can I ask you something? Why do you say it's a terrible film? Do you think it's just because big budget comedies just fall flat what, because they're big budget the, comedies, the or what? Is, why? Why? Because there's really talented people in there. So I'm always curious as to the why the was painful to me. The thing that bothered me about That's Holmes and Watson was that because they they I hate when they do this is when they make a, a a comedy about a time period and they bring contemporary jokes into that time period. Like there's a scene where. I don't <laughs> I'm giving anything away. Watson is with a female doctor and they're getting ready to do an autopsy on a body that was stuffed into a cake. So there's this body covered in like 
frosting on a slab, and they're getting ready to do an autopsy, and they're falling in love. And he's like, hold on a second. He puts on music, and he puts on uh, Unchained Melody by the Everly Brothers. Which and wouldn't it, have been... Which wouldn't have been there. And they start doing, like, it's almost like a remake of the ghost scene, but instead with pottery, there's a corpse and cake frosting. And... But this, when they do a contemporary joke, and there's no one where they go to a, a boxing gym, and they're doing, like, the old British boxing, but there's guys on penny farthings doing, like, a spin cycle class. And it's just, like, uh, it's not funny yeah. because you're throwing in crap contemporary jokes into a time period piece where if they just kept it in that time period and the jokes about that time period, it would have been funny. Yeah. But they throw in that. But there's other things in there that are hilarious. Yeah. But and those two guys together, honestly, they could make poops, and I'd be like, hey, they, yeah, with their dialogue, they're back and forth together. Their scenes that they're in together are hilarious. They're funny. Yeah, it's the it's the outside contemporary jokes that they weren't involved with that sort of litter the 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 background aren't yeah. funny, and it yeah. takes you out of what they're trying to do. What was the last comedy that you were like, you know what, great job, everybody, great job? Because I know it's been really hard over the last decade or two to get bridesmaids. That was, was great comedy. Was fucking dynamite. That's a great that comedy. That movie had me pissing my pants the uh-huh. whole time. Um, I would say, I mean, Anchorman, that's like a while Anchorman. back. We're Step going, Brothers to me is... Step, dude, Step Brothers gets funnier every time I see it. You guys are going way back. Well, yeah. I'm saying I guess, it's been very like, hard for, for comedies like what's a have new, really struggled. Well, because I, I think, think sometimes comedies get distracted and they just like, we just have to make a... Every scene has to have some element of funny in it. And so you pull in a scene... You you have this great scene in Holmes and Watson where they're in this boxing gym and he's getting ready to fight this guy because he's trying to solve he's you know because uh, Mordecai is or Mor- Moriety or whatever his name is is there and all of a sudden you look in the back and there's a spin cycle class with penny farthings and you're like oh that fucking ruined it because you're just trying to like oh this has, we have to put something funny back here we can't have just a real we can't have a real scene in a comedy yeah. we got to try to do something funny in every single shot and I'm like no just play the real of what's happening and it'll be funny. What I are some? Train wreck b- was really funny. I was just train wreck. Oh, so I, I haven't, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that. Is that was funny? I There's everyone it was really loved it. Funny. I heard LeBron is good in it. LeBron's hilarious. The uh, from SNL. The Bill Hader. Bill Hader's hilarious. That guy can also do no wrong. There's a lot of really funny people. McGruber's good. John Cena is hysterical. That's interesting. Um, that John Cena's good in Bumblebee. He's so funny in Trainwreck. Wow. Also, what McGruber? I would say sorry, <laughs> not to change from Trainwreck, but like. McGruber is, I don't know if it was a big, considered a big budget comedy, but everyone should see that movie. It is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, it, it, there, it's, you'd be hard pressed to find something that insane that's that funny now, like uh, anything that's come out recently. But I would say, yeah, it's weird. Daddy's Home, did you see that? The original, the first one? Uh, that yeah, was kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, there was funny stuff in there. Yeah. And Cena shows up at the end of that. Oh, yeah. I think, but like... No, I never saw Daddy's Home. And then the second one, they put Mel Gibson in it, and everyone was like, what? Why'd you do that? <laughs> they were like antsy. Yep. I can tell you my favorite show. Yeah. Escape from Denimora. Mm. Did you watch it? So good. Not yet. I'm trying to... I w- Nicole was like not into it, so I was like, okay, I'll watch it on my own, so I'm just going to watch it. It's really good. Where's that? I have that? like a new respect for Ben Stiller. Where is that? Yeah, because he directed it, right? Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah. And Patricia Arquette is amazing. I've always liked her. She's good. Um, and I, I like Benicio del Toro. I love Benicio. Yeah. Everybody that's in it is really good. Who's the other guy and in it with him? It's very well directed. And it's based on a true story, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That lady who loved the prisoners and tried to get them out. I mean, that was the, that's the thing. Yeah. Like love, love them, or just love them? Love them. I'm doing my finger through an okay symbol. That was actually my only issue I had with it, which I 
I didn't really think about it as much until I was watching it. The whole reason way that I heard of it was that Ben Stiller was on Howard Stern. Mm. And he was on before the show came out. And I realized when I started watching it, I'm like, on in the interview, he told me the whole story and he told me how it ended. Because I, I knew it was a true story that they escaped, but I didn't uh, know. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, kinda, I think I know kind of how it ended think, only because. I guess because he just assumed everybody knows because it's <coughs> a true story, but. Yeah, Even, like details he gave away, and I was like, "Oh, I already know the story," but it's still amazing. That's what I d- when I. But it was odd that he would tell the whole story. Like, yeah, well, it's a bummer that you saw that, heard that interview because maybe you wouldn't have found it if you didn't. I mean, hear I the know interview. the internet's around, but I still don't get all the news. That's what I'm saying. Like when I watched <laughs> like Narcos, Albert Einstein, being the first a two s- person, the first two <laughs> seasons of Narcos are about Pablo Escobar. Now, in the back of my head, I was like, I think Pablo Escobar is dead, but I didn't know for sure how or when he died. Yeah. So you I didn't look. Telling you. I didn't Google any of that shit. I just watched Narcos yeah. till the end of season two, and I was like, I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I'm glad I didn't kind of ruin it. It's a really good show, though. Yeah. Uh, what about? Did you see Barry? Did you like that? I like Barry on HBO. Arthur uh, Arthur Fonzarelli, uh, Henry Winkler, and uh, Bill Hader. Barry's good. I thought Bill. I thought Barry was awesome. I really liked him. Yeah, I thought they did a good a job with that show. It's yeah. always hard. Again, when you're starting getting into like the lives of actors and their quirks and all that. <coughs> kind of their stuff, quirks and also not. like the darkness of being a hitman and yeah. murdering people. And it's a very. It's a very. They did a good balance of that <coughs> stuff to you know because it, it, as as we know. Anytime you get into too much of performers' lives, it can be a quick tune-out for a lot of people because yeah. they already think we're all nut jobs anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. and also, I mean, they, they do a they do a very good job on that show of of of. I, I don't know. I th- Bill Hader. It's just they're making it of kind of a comedy, but it's not really a comedy, and it's sort of a tragedy. I don't know. It's just funny. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I agree. I thought they did a great job with that. And let's not forget, you know, Fix came out in 2018, so that's, you know, yes. of course. Uh, There's Blu-rays right next to Jen. I got those for Christmas. Wait, wait, Fix? What's Fix? Nice. Frozen peas, dude. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, John. Peas. Come Thank on, you, Eddie. John. I, I honestly, I know it is, huh? I know it is Frozen Peas. You're holding peas. a Blu-ray Weren't of a movie that I made. I was, but I unopened Free Blu-ray. Free Girl Scout cookies? Well, because I have multiple, so, yeah. so I wanna, I'm saving one. Are you? Do you, uh, do you autograph Where's them? Where's the camera so I can show this to people? Again, podcast. We're podcasting. Brian, would you say that was your favorite movie of 2018? <laughs> well, no, I can't say that because... Uh, wait, you so you have a Nike it. thing on your phone? Yeah, that's a joke. He, he switches... Po- I need my Adidas case. <laughs> he switches every day. Um, <laughs> I, was, that's, I just found the stickers. I threw it on there because I, I realized my... It was an internal joke, but thanks for pointing that out. Did it kill? Huh? Did it kill? <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> it killed his intern internalisms. Um, spleen was dying. You did two two movies in 2018. Yep, one's still out there doing the circuit, doing the film festival. The short, circuit. yeah, really. Just keeps getting more they and more festivals. He's on tour with Hoyt. Yeah, but we the thing the thing the about the endless independent film circuit one year tour. The plan was one year of of festivals. Maximize exposure. You never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. Do you go to all these festivals? No, no. no. Oh, okay. I didn't they think they so. go though. They go right. They go. They've gone to some of them. Uh, Peter Sprite and, and, yeah. and Sally Brooks are both former. It seems like everybody's a former guest of the show at this point. But uh, yeah, no, they go. They go to the majority of them. It just depends. Um, Do they uh, tell them beforehand if they could like maybe win or they'd be they're nominated for something no, so no, that they have you know the what? option That's of showing up? No, no. Uh, only because it's just you, you know look some of these ones you're just you're collecting uh, the laurels like that's you know the more of those things you collect the the more uh, you know ooh I gotta see it, this. yeah it looks yeah. yeah so I mean it's it's all part of the process it's all part of the game but it's but it's I'm just glad that 
anybody watches it and gives a shit. We all know in this business, no matter what we do, we're like, does anybody look at anything I do? Does anybody even give a shit? The answer you know? is so no. Just to get any type of feedback is 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 pretty is, is is appreciated. So you know. Yeah. No, I agree. It's man. done very very well, and you know we're. Oh, that's uh, good. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you guys gonna, are you gonna work with them again on anything? Yeah, yeah. We have a we have another thing that's that's you know, in uh, in development. Gonna hire Eddie as a cameraman? No. B cam. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. He wrecked. <laughs> we he wrecked none every of, we shot. Of his footage. So much stuff was out of focus because Eddie. <laughs> that's not true though. You didn't. You, you didn't use none of his footage, did you? Well, no. He Eddie. You, you ever you ever give somebody your camera right, and then they you're like take a picture of me, and then they hit the wrong button to take a picture of themselves. Yeah. We got mostly footage of Eddie. <laughs> Just his eye up yeah. on the finder. Yeah. Just like <laughs> looks good from here, looks guys. Good guys. Real good. That was a great scene. Uh, no, it was, yeah, of course, you used the stuff that Eddie had there. But, you know, I mean, and a, a, a side note, you know, we're working on some stuff right now uh, that I feel pretty good about going into uh, 2019. I don't want to, you know, get into it. I'm a big jinxer, so, like, I don't yeah, no. you know talk about. We've, we've developed a few projects that I, I really feel uh, good about in 2019. So, I, again, it's not, I'm not being the brag guy. I just think that's, you know, I think good things to come. Do you, but do you think you can keep that positive attitude all year? Or do you think that eventually some point in the year you're going to go, you like, know what, burn it all to the ground like and January piss on 20th. the ashes? Well, <laughs> like, like January 6th? January 1st of 2020. That will make it official that I've been in Los Angeles for 20 years. Now, I've accomplished a lot during that 20 wow. years. But, but there's hot, big goals and then there's other things below that. So big goal stuff? I mean, in all seriousness, trust me, it's on. There's, there's that that twenty year thing. You look at it and go, "Fuck!" I hit twenty years two years ago. November third is and my did, but November third of did this year. Did it affect year. you in any way, or did you not think about it until after it had passed? Yeah, I, the problem I is, thought I thought about it when it was coming up. You did, like a couple months. I'm like, "Oh god!" And like in August, it's gonna be twenty years, and then I forgot about it until like. Six months after it passed, I'm like, oh, okay, shit, that's I've good. been here 20 years. You didn't write, like, but a that, big Are you including... Post? No, I didn't, I didn't write a 12-page Facebook post about... <laughs> that's that's my favorite. Did, oh, my God, so many people do that. Oh, okay. Uh, Eddie, do you, are you, you're counting your two <laughs> years down at film school in the OC? Yeah. Yeah, you're just counting being in, in Southern being California. In California. Yeah. yeah, okay. I was only in OC. I went to film school. But I was only in OC for a year. Yeah. And then I moved up here, and I, I commuted back and forth. Yeah, but, but that's still... It was still coming out here, being a part of the entertainment OC industry. I came out in County August of 97. I was out here. November 3rd, 2019 will be my 20-year mark. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so see, for year. me, it's a, because I, I I came out on a double zero year, so it's like it makes it a lot uh, yeah, more well, pronounced. I, came out, I, I wanted to start the year here, so I came out in November, because I was like, I need to get settled so when Y2K happens, if the world collapses, at least I'm in Southern California, and I can go hide in the mountains. Oh, well, you got a plant. My friend was like, I have guns. I'm like, great. And then we like, what? So you guys we had shoot at each other? Sleeping bags. So we have yeah, to, to, to entertain Murder yourself. suicide pack food? for everybody. Canned goods? Uh, we, I mean, I had a can of corn. Soup? I was ready to party. Cream of mushroom? Actually, I was like, I didn't think anything was going to happen, but we were kind of like, I was very, in, uh, it was the first and only time I've watched Australia celebrate the new year and like every kind of place along the time timeline. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, nothing's happening. Yeah. As soon as Australia celebrated and nothing happened, I was like... Conspiracy theorists are idiots. I mean, you know, I, I wasn't sure what would happen with computers, honestly, with the... Because like, there were people who worked for computer companies and had to work on New Year's Eve 1999 so that they could make sure that when it, they, every number switched over to double zeros again, that they didn't, like, somehow revert back to, like, the 1800s or whatever. I was like, what <laughs> is happening? Like, it was just... It was bizarre to me, but... 
This year was one of the first years in my life where it wasn't New Year's Eve. It was just Monday. <laughs> like, it made no difference at all Yeah. Today. Well, you you worked. I like what you did on New Year's I'm Eve. Like it's Monday. What'd you do on New Year's Eve? Performed at a sober living house. Okay. Honestly, I feel in like... Huntington I, Beach. If I can't be on stage on New Year's Eve, I don't think I want to go out anymore on New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, me neither. I don't. I just stay home. I love the fact that you're the only person, just so you know, that even reached out to me and said, hey, if you're looking for something to do tonight, like, I haven't had... I know. Had that was so nice. I haven't had anybody I know. contact me in <laughs> over a decade. And I almost and I, didn't again, because I knew you'd be like, we have kids. Like, I didn't, and he was in San Francisco. And just, just to be like, clear, that is not a woe is me. I've never been a New Year's Eve guy anyway, so I don't even take it personally that I don't yeah. get invited to New Year's Eve stuff because I just, there's certain things. This is just me personally. If you're into it, that's fine. I just don't get that, that like, why the need to just fucking lose your that's shit. That's how I feel. I feel like it's just another day. Yeah. Like and, and by the way, we live in Los Angeles. There is nothing better than getting up at six o'clock in the morning, the day after New Year's, and it's like a it's a it's a zombie New apocalypse Year's day is the best. in this There's town. Nobody out. No, and it's in in a, in a city this size. It's that's unbelievable. I went to pavilions at like eight a.m. on January first, and it was me and like seven other people and the people that worked there. And I was like, I want every day to be like I know, this. Great. And I was driving down January second. Well, no, when I saw you, was that? It wasn't Once yesterday. Once the sex robots take off and G- stop breeding, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we'll be. Thirty years from I now, I went to Crawford's Pass. We should oh, make on, uh, we the second, right? On the second, we should make Crawford's our new. We should just do an ad for them and say that they're. I feel like every time I go in there, I get free shit. So it's like we they're our sponsor. Oh, so we'll do it for you. Thank you. <laughs> but I went into because uh, our a, a buddy of mine, so random. A buddy of mine, Trevor's birthday. He was like, I'm going to Crawford's for a chicken sandwich on January second. I was like, All right, I'll come by and say happy Which birthday. One, the one by me or the one in Burbank? The one in Burbank. Burbank. So I walk in, and Jen and Christina Walkinshaw are in there. And I was like, oh, how are you guys doing? So I ended up talking to them for like an hour and a half. Did they get anything free? Mm. We didn't, but that's mm. okay. But also, oh, no, Matt. At the end of the night, actually, some guy bought us a glass of wine. Yeah, oh. that has nothing to do with Crawford's. That's but, just But a also, guy. Matt that's wasn't we there. Said we that, was, that was a had sex Matt, robot being had Matt tested been out. There, had Matt <laughs> been the there, bar. you probably would have gotten oh, yeah, a Matt, free. Oh, yeah, when Matt's there, he's so nice. But I mean, I don't go in there expecting anything. No, 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 no. I understand. But you were just in there, and we just happened to. I love that place. Yeah, it's amazing. But on my way there, I was driving. I drove down Barham. You get off the 101 at Barham. You got to go down to it. So it turns into Olive. Then you take a left on Pass. Usually Barham is like I got to weave in and out because people will drive too slow. They don't know what's it's going on. It's a there. bad. It's a kind of a big pain in the ass. It's this is the first time ever that I've driven down Barham and there was not one car I could see in front of me coming at me or in front of me anywhere. I did 70 miles an hour. It was like a 35. I just went. Phew! I was down that hill in seconds. It was. This city, L.A., if there's no one around, it's the best driving. Yeah. Like, yeah. all, well, I just worked on a... So many roads. Yeah. And everything's connected. There's so many roads. But no, but that's true. You like, you can go, you you can go highway to highway. Are. Like, <laughs> the, I just, I had all, I worked on a, a, a movie the end of last year, and the two, the two weeks we worked, we had, like, really early calls, so I had to be up at, like, 4 a.m., and, uh, you know, some people complain about that kind of stuff, and I guess, but most of the people on the crew were like, oh, no, dude, I love driving here at 4 a.m. Like, no traffic. Yeah. It was great. But then, like, you get off at 5 p.m., and you're oh, like, oh, right. man, it took me it took me an hour to get out of downtown L.A. one night. Ugh. Like, I was in the middle of downtown L.A., Ooh. and I, in a car, yeah. and Waze was, like, trying to take me. I'd never seen anything that confusing in my life. I was like, I'm just going to take a left here. And they were like, oh, I guess you could do that. I'm just going to sit in traffic. It was, no, it I was think bad. the way to go is stay home New Year's Eve and go out either New Year's Day or January 2nd. 
No, I, yeah, I say, I say that what I'm going to push for next year because I saw a band on. In case you want to know for next year. Yeah, but which is great because then you can stay home with your family. Oh, it's midnight, great. But then like, because the 30th, I went out and saw a band and I had a great time and I was like, if I can't see live music on New Year's Eve or actually be performing somewhere, there's not a whole lot of reason to be going out. Like we had a great time, but you know, just seemed unnecessary. Speaking of traffic, here is one thing um, that I don't like about the privileged. So we went. We went out on a privilege. So we went. We went to Pasadena on January first, which, for those of you who are not familiar, oh my Pasadena God, you is where the Rose Bowl. Why? Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Are you so insane? That's where the Rose Bowl is being played. That's where the Rose Parade was first thing in the morning. So oh. we actually, before we went, we you know wasted it, and it was fun. It's like fifteen minutes. We're like, oh, cool, because the Rose Bowl was going on. So there was no traffic on the freeway. Why would you even want to go there, though? Parade was ended, but there was still th- that part Residual. of... Residual. was still... No, it was all blocked off. So all the block... Everything was blocked off. So everything... There's, uh, there was still street management, right? So we we, re- we did the math, and we're like... We went, this one saw Aquaman. So we do the math, and we're like, okay. We get out, and I was like, man, are we going to get screwed? Uh, and we looked at it, and we're like, oh, no. The Rose Bowl will be way over by the time the movie is done, so we're totally fine. So we look at the thing, and it says 15 minutes to get home. Right when we're about to get on the highway, I see ahead of us a couple uh, sheriff's cars get on the freeway and start doing the zigzag oh, thing. Oh my god, that drives me insane! They do this, so so they're clearly slowing down the traffic. And I was like, "Oh man, are you kidding me? We were two minutes away. There's an accident somewhere going on. Whatever. No, you know what it was? The fucking team buses. So they stop everybody else." And the teams get police escorts back to their hotels or the airport or wherever they go. They pay for that shit. They pay to shut down the regular people, have to wait so that they don't have to sit through shit. They get police escorts. You can actually pay to inconvenience everybody else in that area. I didn't know that. And, I, wow. and, and, and see, my wife's lived out her entire life. She's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's standard, whether it's... Uh, you know, a college or professional, like whatever. If they want to fucking go every week at the Rose Bowl during no, the no, college football season. No, no, no. Or I just, just I think it's it depends on what schools they are. I mean, they you just you can basically pay to get priority to get the fuck wherever you want to go. That's just unbelievable to me. Well, they, they of course will deny this, but I saw it happen right in front of me. They literally shut down the freeway so the buses didn't have to sit in traffic. There is part of me though that thinks, okay, they just played like a football game. Yeah, they like, get some special They treatment. can go like, you know, get back to their hotels quicker than people who are just I'm sitting. I disagree with you on this one, Brian. They just I played don't have a, a game so well, they deserve. Stars. No, but I'm just saying, I didn't say deserve. I just said they just played a game tomorrow. so that, that I don't <laughs> I don't even know about what that. What if somebody really had to take a shit? And they ended up shitting their pants in their car because those guys just played a game. Okay, I mean, well, and they were on a and they were on a first date. They're not just guys that played a game; they're guests in our city. We've invited them here to play at our Rose Bowl. We want to show them a courtesy. That we show Jen works nice on the people. Rose Bowl hospitality committee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you can buy privilege. That's all I'm saying. Any type of privilege I mean, you want. Yeah, sure. You can buy freeway access. Yeah, you can buy. Like you wouldn't buy it if you could. Huh? How long did you have to wait? Look, I was shocked. We had all those fires out here. I didn't realize you could hire your own private fire department to save your house. You hear? Yeah. I didn't know that until I heard you that. I was like, money. son can, of a you bitch. You can hire anything if you have. Money. I know. It's I mean, just... that's that. The thing is, if you have, if money is is endless for you, yeah, you could get, you could have a police escort to go wherever you wanted. I know, but we always pretend. They always pretend like that's not the case, but of course it is. 
You live a privileged life when you have a lot of money. You get away with everything. Yep. Almost, you can pretty much get away with murder. It's been done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Brian's just discovering this. Yeah. Brian's like, OJ. I, I want to believe that people deep down inside, everybody's system. good. But I've, it turns out. And that's not just, you shouldn't let money, I mean, that doesn't. Money changes a lot of people. I know, but I think Cindy the people Lauper it changes it. were cha- we're going to change Lauper anyway. You know, I mean, <laughs> if all of a sudden everything. you got a million dollars and you're like, I'm going to buy a gold rimmed, you know, I'll motorcycle, I'd be like, I what? I got Matt Voltron in my head. Wasn't that one of his old jokes? They say money changes people, and he goes, I say bring that shit on. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, it'll change the fact that you aren't in debt anymore and don't have to pay, you know, your bills are easier to maintain. But but I also think that if you're a a good person anyway and you become rich, you'll still be a good person. I think it depends on when you get your money. Like, if you're rich from the get-go and you have no idea what it's like to be without money, I think that definitely plays into it. You have realities distorted, so you never have that perspective. But if you get rich later in life, I think you can maintain some sense of, Hold on reality. Well, right, because you've struggled and you, you understand struggle, you the. You know what it's like, and I, okay, I know how fortunate I am to have this. If you were like, if you've been given it your whole life, then you don't know. Yeah, and and even then, though, there are some people I will say that could probably go. Look, I'm a pretty privileged person. I can use this, yeah. uh, this pretty cushy life I've had to help other people. But then I also agree with her. Yeah, Clooney. Uh, Clooney's super privileged his whole life, but like. For a second, I thought you were going to say you hated him. I was like, what no. happened? Oh, what happened, no. Jen? I mean, he beat you he, in one-on-one he's basketball. Handsome. He he's likes so cool. he likes practical jokes. He's like a cool guy. Like there's nothing wrong with George Clooney. I just saw him on Ventura Boulevard. Really? I was driving to my house right at Ventura and Vineland, and you know when you're at like a you red light. You ran over him on a bird scooter, <laughs> <laughs> and it was on ABC. Showed it. Everyone's like, ooh. You know when you're at a red light, so you look to see who's next to you. I go like this, and he's in the passenger seat, and I'm like. But then I get nervous, and I don't want to make people, like, start. I don't want to stare at them, make them feel weird. So, so you stared so at him anyway? Like, so oh, then yeah, you, get, then you yeah. made it really weird, and you're like, then yeah, I just like, put a blanket up over my window. <laughs> <laughs> who Who is, who is driving? Seat, so it looks like nobody's driving. <laughs> <laughs> you just kick the seat back like <laughs> like you're following him, and he's he's worried about it. I know in L.A., like, there's a lot of stars. You see a lot of people. There's not that many that get, like, too excited or starstruck. Clooney is a mega Clooney star, is- though. That's a That's a different... That's not like going, oh, I saw Harlan Williams I at the comedy store. I wanted to look to see who was driving, but I seriously did not want to stare again. I was like, I don't want to look again. I don't want to look. I mean, he must feel that. Like, okay, some of course looks, they do. Yeah, a woman they is but looking you know, at me. Did you think maybe he would like have seen you and been like, do you want to go get coffee? I'm going to get a divorce. <laughs> I'm going to get a divorce. I was I'm just thinking. to get some Nescafe. You want to come? If he was like, do you want to go to my, get my, my, my cafe? I'm going to go to McDonald's <laughs> to get coffee. <laughs> would you like to come with me? Would you have gone to eat if he was like, I'm going to... The Turkish deli or whatever. I flashed my Starbucks card at him. I'm like, I got money. Did you? you pointed at the punch card. It's like one more and I get a free one. <laughs> you want it? You want to share? You want the free one? One free yeah. one. One free coffee. Two straws. And then That's he looks a at you. good star sighting. And then he looks at you and goes, straws, Jen? Really? And then he walks away and that was, you blew your, <laughs> you blew your chance. With I think crosswalk sightings are the, are the easiest, the best ones to, because you get, you get, you're in and out and you can, you have a story for life. Like when Bruce Willis saw Marcellus Wallace crossing the street in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah but far. Clooney doesn't cross streets. No, but yeah, but they build bridges for him. Hold on, this is I saw Steven Spielberg when I was, uh, when I was out, uh, um, when I lived at, when I lived in Culver City, I, I went for a run over by the Sony lot. No one could I, hear my voice. Yeah, and I saw Spielberg pull out of the Sony lot, and I just did a double take. And as soon as he saw me look at him, and I'm a huge Spielberg fan, but like I wasn't gonna do anything. I just double took, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, no." And he pulled a Jen Murphy and just put his hand <laughs> over his head, and he's like, "Please don't." 
I don't want to talk to you about Jaws. Yeah, don't, I don't want to talk to you about... <laughs> please don't knock on my window. I don't... Like, Duel is the greatest movie I've ever seen. You start yeah. running at him. He's like, oh, God, And part please, of me was drive, like, drive, I drive. don't blame you, dude. I must have just... There must have just been some look that I had on my face. Well, that's why I feel bad well, you because probably these people just get stared at constantly. And, you you know, it's hard not to, but I'm like, oh, I feel bad for you them. probably had mismatching constantly. logos on him. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel the same. I feel like... The logos? Let's look at this guy over here. Is that Adidas and LA Gear? Oh my <laughs> god. LA Gear. <laughs> Are those Reebok pumps and LA Gear pants? <laughs> no, Is that a Skechers hat? I was wearing those Skechers shoes that Joe Montana uh, was promoting, the ones that are like have the old man shoes. <laughs> they, they were like a rounded bottom or something like that. God, when those guys started Could you imagine trying to run in those things? <laughs> First of all, Montana used to do LA gear ads. Yeah. And then he was like, now I wear Skechers. And it's like, not a step up, buddy. Like You need a new agent, dude. <laughs> but they must have spent, I mean, no, his agent's probably great because like they're going to give you $2 billion yeah. to say you wear Skechers. He's like, Whatever. Do I have to wear them in public? He's like, what no. are sketches? Fine. <laughs> what are At sketchers? some point, it's just like, <laughs> what heard of what, you should always be like, what do I care? Just give me the money. I don't care. No one cares. Well, no one cares, but like, there are a lot of, like, the Brad Pitts of the world will go to China to do a commercial. Do you know what I mean? Not, Brad Pitt's not going to be in a commercial here, but yeah. he'll go make a million and a half dollars to be in China for a half an afternoon. But the funny thing about that is we all find out in the end. And no well, one gives now a that shit. there's internet, yeah, no you can Google all that shit. By the like, way, so, okay. So you guys are all similar. We're all similar in age, and I'm assuming you guys at least remember. You remember a long time ago they used to do PSAs. Brian, aren't you 50? Yeah, they used to do PSAs um, about uh, uh, like don't pollute <laughs> and stuff like that. Remember the Indian? Yeah. Yes. You yes. remember the Indian With the commercial? Tier, the one tier. They yes. threw a bag of garbage so in I'm his feet. So I'm a huge yes. So I'm a and huge. He would cry. Yeah. yeah. You guys remember a lot about it, so that you're clearly. <laughs> He um, cried when you littered. He did. He did cry a lot because you were throwing garbage where he Wait, lived. This, uh, this is good. So I love <laughs> it. I love a show called American Pickers. It's on History Channel. Like it, they basically go around and, and and find expensive shit from hoarders, right? And then they buy it from them. So they were somewhere in Arizona, and this place they happened to be randomly at, they found a teepee, and they're like, "What's with this teepee?" They're like, "Oh." The guy that used to live here, he used to be the manager of, I, I think his name was Iron Eye or something like that, the the, the, uh, the actual character that we're talking about, the PSA Indian. And the woman says they find a, a scrapbook going all the way back to, like, the 20s of this guy, like, doing all this Indian stuff. And he's like, this is amazing. I want to buy this. She goes, I do want to tell you something that I think you need to know about him. And he's like, what? She goes, he's Italian. And it, his real name was like he was a, a, a Sicilian. Like Marco Unguadi, yes, yes. and it's like he was not Indian, oh. dude. Which goes like back. it was a great payoff, like the whole. And they're like, what? And then he's like, now I want this even more, even more. Yeah, nobody. He it's like having a baseball card that's been like mislabeled somehow. Yes. Yeah, um, that that's really funny. But it goes back to that Chris Rock joke where he's like, no one's had it harder than Native Americans. He's like. Even in the Thanksgiving Day parade on a Native American float, that's like two Puerto Ricans. Yeah, you know what I mean. There aren't you can't find more than one Native American person in a group. Like there's, it's rare. You know what I mean. Like we've dwindled that population down to next to nothing. Yeah. Well, it's just it's funny that sad, funny, but like they're like, yeah. give me the Sicilian fella, that uh, that one guy that plays the really good Indian. Not we the, have a there's a reservation of uh, no, uh, no, Indians no. over here. No, 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 just get me an Italian guy. We can get, put a headdress get, on. Get me no, no, get me that one Indian guy. He's not Indian. No, yeah, he is. But he that is. goes back to like the Indian dude in Short Circuit was yeah. a white guy. Oh Tom God. Cruise is the last samurai. Matt Dittman is or Matt, Matt Dittman. Dittman. Matt Damon is uh the whatever the where he's a Great Wall. The Great Wall like Hollywood yeah, but used the, to the do Indian that. The Indian guy in Short Circuit was 
And he Maybe was more in, Indian people. Just he was need in to come blackface. Here. Yeah, essentially, he was. Uh, he was which he was Indian are you talking about, Jen? He was actual Indian Indian from India, where that character was. Yeah, in on Short Circuit. circuit. Yeah, um, Johnny Five. Yeah, that. I mean, wow. Hey, Eddie just became my dad. Quoting <laughs> 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 the movie. Yeah, he just did a line from the movie. Really, it was a joke. Now he's going to do lines from uh, this table. The dead body storage. Why did we do the podcast fiction? when your family was still here? Uh, it was too much chaos going on. We could have been too on much. it. My brother was already struggling just being in Los Angeles. Oh, he doesn't like it? Oh, my God. He would probably get mad at me for telling this story, but it, but it, he doesn't mean anything by it. But like he, like he They must not have like a lot of hipsters and stuff like that in Milwaukee because my, my brother would literally stop and stare at people like, what the fuck are... Like in, in, by the time he left, he was just kind of like, "Is this a fucking costume party here?" Like he had this. He didn't say that, but like you could tell by the way he was looking of like, "How hard are you people trying right now to be different?" Like that's, that's so funny because I don't think I notice anymore. Well, you you normal. wouldn't because you live here, but he doesn't see it, so he's just. And sometimes I would stop and stare at my brother, looking at other at, people because he was just he wasn't doing anything that's wrong. So he was literally just like, huh? Yeah, but. He just is like literally party. was trying costume to costume party out. and trying way too hard is is that's a those are two very accurate observations in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, look, especially from a, me watching a fifty-five year old man from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who's yeah. like, uh, I like blats. I like being a cop. I like my family. What are you wearing? What are those jeans? Those are like spray-on Why jeans. Why your mustache curl up at the yeah. end? Yeah. What is that? A top <laughs> hat? What are you doing? Is that I a vest? I think that was one of the showstoppers for him. Was I think it? he did see an old-timey mustache guy. <laughs> oh but that, to me, I think that shit's in Milwaukee, but not where he goes. Not anywhere he is. No, I, mean? I, I think there, there were certain parts, especially where I live. I live in a very, very um, progressive, like hipster oh. area, and so I think oh, just here. yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of people that. Sometimes when they when they step out in their outfits, I'm like, "Do you have seven days worth of this shit? Because that's a really that's a serious oh, fucking really? commitment you here." Commit to that shit. Yeah, like if you're all, you can't be like 1970s on Tuesday and then be like 1990s on Thursday. And you're, then the 1930s, you need to go. You're always your 1970s. Has to be 70s. Yeah, and I, you may not have heard this story, but there was one time that I was at the park and there were two guys playing catch like they were from the 1800s. They had the Old timey eighteen hundreds baseball outfits like on cotton. with with the <laughs> baseball gloves that barely old, had any fingers uniforms. in them, and they were and I was even I even no something? and that was the thing even I stopped and I'm like you got to be fucking kidding me right now these guys literally went all were they out. playing with like from the dead ball era like they were playing with like a rag ball yeah or probably like a piece of wood that was <laughs> shaped like a baseball like it was just the whole thing I was like and I did that I looked Some around wood. thinking someone somewhere clearly is shooting a movie and I'm like nope. These guys, they took being a hipster so far. They but called you know, each other and were like, dude, let's do our old ba- old-timey baseball thing. But I live in an area where people on a regular basis ride those. What are those bicycles called you're talking Penny about? Farthers. Yes. Penny farthers. Yeah. In, in this area. I don't know what that is. It's the old it's the old timey bike with the big front wheel. Oh, gotcha. It's yeah. like that that they had they had one on Deadwood. It was like, oh my god, a bicycle. <laughs> that's 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 those, yeah. you know, that's the that's the world that I'm surrounded by. Personally, I don't give a shit, but sometimes I'm just blown away by commitment. Because yeah. I know that they're not gonna do it. That's the thing, is if you live long enough and because I I, I can be the I'm fifty pay my taxes law and thing. So I just you look and you go, you're not gonna st- you're not gonna stick with that 
most likely for your whole entire life. Well, it's yeah. Not. Think about all the things you did when you were growing up. Like, yeah. if I, I'm not, I'm not still dressing the same way. No, I you, you do. You haven't changed much, John. You're not really 50, though. Jeans. Uh, I had a 50th birthday party. You didn't show up. Yes, she did. She oh, had, I was here. She, she had here. hot Remember dogs. Remember you had the hot dog roller? I still... Ha- oh, I forgot that was 50. Oh, well, I, both I, you I and I, I was older than clearly you. Clearly, you and I both forgot, because I forgot you were here, and you forgot I turned 50, so... I well, was here till the there, very end. There yes, was a lot right. of... Jen was like, I cleaned and up at the end. Green Bay Packer <laughs> napkins that there I still have. There was a have. lot of drinking, to be... F- <laughs> To be honest, I don't, I don't think you got. You didn't get drunk, did you? Everyone was handed. No, I, I didn't even. No. I didn't even I, get no, drunk. I, I drove here. Oh no, you did have some cousins that were doing shots of vodka. Was it your cousins? Oh. From San Diego. Oh. Yeah. That was a fun party. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was a good mix of people. Brian used up. it to try to get a commercial agent again. Guys, remember when I used to do bread ads? <laughs> I'm available. Oh my God, I forgot that was your fifty. <laughs> no, that was a good mix. And I can't believe you said you weren't here when I was. Well, it was a long day. And I forget people are everywhere. I'm always like, hey, and then I did this. They're like, yeah, I know I was with you. I'm like, you know, oh, I, yeah. I hated that day. He was the one who talked me into having a party, John. Yeah. Uh, no, Natalie was going to have the party, and then you were like, yeah, I don't want a party. And I was like, <laughs> let your fucking wife do something for you. Okay. And it wasn't that many people. It was nice. No, thanks for bringing yeah, that up. You, <laughs> you don't have a lot of friends, so it wasn't a big no, deal. No, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> like a, overwhelming. You got a personal pan pizza. Everybody <laughs> ate. It was Bri- fine. Bri- <laughs> Brian called me to warn me that Natalie was going to contact me I about didn't the party. Mean it that way. Yeah, a nice uh, warning. Hey, I got. I want to warn you. My wife's going to call Natalie's you. Okay, call what? You. She okay. needs a favor. What? She's having a birthday party. She wants for you who? to act like my me. friend. <laughs> she doesn't know that you make fun of my labeled clothes. Just I, um, act like I'm cool. Come to my party. <laughs> I just coughed and I swallowed a lot of phlegm. It was disgusting. Ew, I but saw I, it. But I, didn't, oh! I, I totally saw him bring it up and then swallow it back uh, I had down. no choice. I had to finish the story. It never, oh! left, it, it never left his body, so it's fine. But, but, Jen, like, but Jen, like, describing it was not good either. I, I, did, I did notice you had a weird look on your face. I was like, I think she saw it. I think <laughs> I she did. did. I think she, sorry about that. I was Ugh. like, is that phlegm or a ricola still but in I, his but mouth? A, ric- <laughs> a ricola. It was a Don ricola. Ricola. <laughs> Soft I uh, no, I, I I intentionally made sure also I didn't invite too many people because y- here's the thing because then they won't the, show up and it's yeah embarrassing. the bigger net you yes <laughs> the bigger net and and we talked about it afterwards I said to him there are certain people I'll never fucking talk to again that did not I I I limited my list and basically I used it as a way to go turns out we weren't fucking friends after because all because they didn't come well and and the fact that they knew. They acknowledged, and or, I'm sorry, they, they knew, they didn't even acknowledge, like didn't even say, like, I can't come. They basically were like, oh, it's an important thing for you? Fuck you. Well, he went from not wanting to have a party to losing friends. <laughs> well, over. to being like... Oh, no, I didn't lose friends. I got rid of people that I did, that I was oh, like, I was like... Thank God I, I came. Here's... <laughs> well, no, or, no, or... No, I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't... But if you would have said, I hey, Brian, I can't, you would have, you would have made you. sure that he knew you weren't coming. Do you know it's, what I mean? It's not you. Uh, no, I understand I, what I'm you're gonna, saying. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go public with with my bitterness on yeah. one thing. I uh, uh, during my life, I have I, I I have always helped people out. I do things for people, and I don't expect anything in return. Yeah. But a lot of times I do it because I'm like, we're friends. We're good. We're I'm doing this because we're friends. This is a reciprocal relationship, not in I do something for you, you do something for me. I'm doing it because we're friends. Like if I was in a pinch, and I needed your help. You would come and help me. Like one time, I my fucking tire blew, and I called Peter Sprite, and I was like, "What are you doing right now? Can you please help me?" He's like, "Yes." That's a friend. That's somebody who, in the middle of nothing, will pack up and come help you. Right? 
It's like he didn't make it. I don't hold that against him. And he didn't make it because he had to take a goldfish to the west side oh, to the that. ER. So <laughs> my point is, it sounds fucked up. But people are like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, 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 it's Peter Sprite. You don't understand. Like that, I it's I, I don't hold that against him. But there's other people, like you do all this stuff for them, and then and you say this is an important milestone, and they just are like, they don't even acknowledge you. Then you're like, we, we were never really friends. Then and it's okay. It didn't hurt my feelings. It's just less bullshit that I need to deal with moving forward. That's what I loved about the party. Gotcha. Wow. And also just and that's why I try to minimize how many people I invited to. Uh as a as a general rule. Like, I call back, if I make a reservation at a restaurant and then we change our plans and we're not going to that restaurant, I call that restaurant back and I take our name off the reservation list. You know what I mean? Like, there's also just sort of, like, polite ways to let people know that you're not going to be there. Like, if you invited me to your birthday party and I couldn't make it, I wouldn't just ignore your birthday party. I would say, hey, man, I'm really bummed I can't be there. I just wanted you to know I won't be there every right. birthday. And the way things are designed now, it makes it so fucking easy with evites. Dude, it's uh, like for there's and this is what you need to understand about evites. This go, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, and I will I will warn everybody again. If you get an evite, it lets the people know if you've looked at it or not. Yeah. So if you never fucking respond, they know that you looked at it and when never I don't responded. give two shits and fucking move down with your life. Oh, because it's yeah, and yeah. it also sends reminders and it, it yeah. so there's all these notifications. Oh man, the reminders are enough because as soon as I get it, I respond with a comment and then I put it in my phone as like this is what's happening on this day. And nobody, the majority of normal people, which I I borderline put myself in, <laughs> you can just say no and they'll be like, yeah, fine. At least you fucking acknowledge it. So you're not coming. That's all it is. It's just shit. an acknowledgement of of the the thing. Like, That's it. Yeah. But again, I don't care. I'm, it, it, I know it comes off like How, I don't care, but here's why I care. I did a ten minute rant. No, no, but no, I don't no. care. <laughs> it's not a rant. No, what I was saying was that it, 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 the people that I no longer communicate with, I'm okay with that because I'm like, ah, oh, fucking good. At least now I know, and I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. It doesn't bother me. I got enough good friends. True. And then if there's six of them, Jen's I like running through the list. Who is good friends with Brian? Three I don't here. <laughs> Actually, Tanner, you, you three, <laughs> Tanner, Elliot, Natalie, you three, and about three other people. Everybody else, I communicate with you guys on a fairly regular basis, and then like the only other people that I communicate on a regular basis are somebody people that I probably coach with or do sports with, and it's it sounds like sad when you think about it. But it's like, but also it's like, eh, you kind of have to have like a core group of people. Also, that your you know world and trust sort and of shrinks a little bit. You know, it's family. It's going yeah. to you know your Saturdays aren't being hung over your Saturdays are like I gotta go drive to all the nine baseball games and all that shit you know what I mean you, yeah your life sort of changes of I don't have any <laughs> I mean I, I have a couple you have a lot of friends no people that know you and then friends are I think you know I remember when Facebook when people who didn't understand Facebook like from the Midwest I remember <laughs> why are you friending me <clears throat> well but someone was With like that? no I remember going someone going oh my god you have 5,000 friends because I was yeah. maxed out on my Facebook thing and I was like well, on Facebook, I have seven friends, and they're, and they're like, "But, but that's a lot of people." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then I think Andy Cozell made the joke that was like, "I got five thousand Facebook friends, and I still can't get a ride to the airport from yeah. anybody." So it's like, it's like they're not really. I go, "Those aren't friends, friends." I'm not calling any of those people on a fucking. What are you doing tonight? It's Saturday. Let's party. Like, no. Oh my god, I remember MySpace when finally somebody was like, "Dude, you just gotta get, you just gotta." friend request to everybody because you know you've got to promote yourself and i remember when i first started doing it people on myspace were like i don't fucking know you do i know you like they like literally like and i was like ah i'm gonna do this ever again people are yelling at me for wanting to be their friends and like i immediately got out of that fucking business i was like how do you people do this i was literally told by 
of, <laughs> of my former manager, you need get 10,000 friends on MySpace. Yeah. And I had like 2,000 at the time. So I just spent for like a week, I was just friending people. And then someone wrote back like, I don't know you. Why are you doing this? <laughs> and then I wrote back the whole, I just the whole spiel like this. I, my manager wants me to fuck <laughs> I did the whole thing. And she's like, okay, I looked you up on YouTube. I think you're funny. I'll be a fan. And she liked me. Like I gave her the explanation. instead of bailing. Question. Yeah. Someone questioned. Someone questioned. And I was just like, this is the stupid business I'm in and what we're supposed to do. But also follow up. But first of all, it is a great follow up because her initial response was pr- or probably generated from like, who's this? creepy pervert who like is trying to like be my friend well she was so put off by me friending her that she had to be like who the fuck are you to write to me i'm like well i don't want to leave it that way well yeah. myspace because i hated doing this to begin with i'm like this is i have i'm supposed to here's do my this. embarrassing life this i want to be me. an actor myspace was the beginning of the end of people um protecting their privacy it was the beginning that by the time you got to facebook halfway through facebook people no longer cared about privacy they're willing to share fucking everything but with myspace it's some crazy. people are like no no i just want to stay within my group dude and i don't need i to used a fake name on myspace because i didn't know what it was when i first got on there and i didn't want anyone to know i was on there <laughs> well, my favorite thing was that when i first got on myspace i uh i saw i think it was like jay davis like he put on there that like he was 70 years old i'm like you can make fake ages on here and like as like oh in hollywood nobody ever tells their age so i did that and you found out jay really was 70 yeah, and you're yeah. Like, oh my god this is crazy but so i get an email this is once third time having braces. going back to to uh, to email i had an old friend uh, that I hadn't seen since like fifth grade, who apparently went to like some World's Fair and like only had one email, one chance to send out one email. It was like a classic back in the day of like it was the husband and wife at so and so, like yeah. they had a shared email, and they were like, Brian, is is this you? And I emailed back. I'm like, Yeah, what's up, dude? Like I knew who it was because his full name was in the thing, and he's like, Well, you sure? Because it says you're seventy, and I was like, Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> they weren't getting it, huh? No. And then I was like, No. It's me. I go, that's just a thing that I'm I did. And he I'm goes, a comedian. And, and this is what he does. He goes, and he, his response was, oh, that's weird. Okay. And then I never heard from him again. And I was like, did you just send out a, were, were you only like a limited amount of time on the internet? And like, this is, he's like, and now I'm off to prison for 50 years. <laughs> You're like, okay, great. It's like telegrams. They had to, they had to, and stop. Is this you? Stop. Is that? Okay, that's weird. Stop. It's so pee. different now, though. Yeah, but you're right, because now people just give it up. They, it, give it everything. Up. People are posting long, dramatic posts about all their personal issues. It's, oh, it's, awful. it's fairly it's disturbing, gross. in my opinion. But, I mean, to each his own, I know people mourn death differently. People celebrate life differently. I think some of that, like, I, I've, I've posted things about death and stuff like that and you shared experiences. I'm, it's the people that post, like, a like nine paragraphs about <clears throat> how great or how bad 2018 was. I'm like, well, I, I think, yeah, keep I, some I, stuff to yourself. I, I guess I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 all for whatever whatever people want to do. I've tr- I've tried to, as time goes on, try to be more limited in the amount of usage out of it and and what I choose to share. Yeah, like I I just or, or like how much I want to talk about my family or talk about my kids or 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 let you know because it's a portal into not just your immediate life. But people, if they if they if they so choose, they find a way to weave through a large portion of your life. So you got to be like, for me, I just kind of got to a point. I'm like, how much is enough to share? Like it's so, and again, that's just me. Like, and, uh, yeah, like, it's no, a completely I want subjective thing. It's like p- some people share everything, and some people are very uh, private. There, I feel there's a happy medium. Like 
<clears throat> you want as as comedians and and actors and people who want to be in the public eye. You want people from the public to discover you, to find you. You want to put out funny videos. You want to do that kind of thing to promote yourself, which totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then other people over, overshare that kind of stuff and like and to their fans or whatever. I would just never put that kind of stuff out there because it's for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the scheme of everyone else's life, none of that means anything. Well, there's just some things I think sometimes you wake up and you're like, yeah, I'm not going to share this thought or this feeling or whatever because it's just not it's not necessary. And sometimes it comes for me it, it, when I read certain things, I feel bad for the people that are posting it because they're literally so addicted to the likes and I, I feel like you're 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 sharing some form of like either hatred for yourself or shame or you're you're so needy in a moment that's t- you're exposing too much of yourself and then if you don't get what you want out of it I feel like it becomes more damaging and that's that kind of stuff that I worry about yeah yeah you know what I mean and and again that, that uh, who to each his own I just you know I, I I try to craft it a little bit going learning from my space from the I don't know you to the now of like who gives a shit yeah. We're all connected. Yeah. Share everything. It's like, that's a huge arc in a very short period of time, if you think about it. MySpace wasn't that long ago. No. No, no. Know? And where, we, where we've come, I mean, that's like, you know, think about the first iPhone you ever saw to now. Like, the, 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 once that first thing is in place, the leaps and the bounds to the next thing are quick and fast and bigger. And you know what I mean? So this is just one of those, it does connect us all in a way. Some of that is very positive. Some of that is extremely negative. But I think <clears throat> 2019 for me is going to be trying to give everyone, like, I get it. If you need to put on there all your things, that's great. Like, I don't, I, I just, I think it's about just being less judgmental on how people behave on social media. Because I, I, I get like, it's upsetting the way some people are. And I'm like, I don't understand this is who you want to be this is what you want people to see about you i don't get it but like it's not for me to get none of that is for me like if if i'm not relating to it if it's not helping me if it's not giving me information if it's not uh, making me laugh then it doesn't pertain to me and and i feel like i should just leave it alone and not worry about it yeah i agree i also kind of feel like i you know going back to the whole friend thing in general like i I started, you know, just muting people that I never hear from them unless they don't like something I say. I never hear they never, they never acknowledge anything fun or lighthearted. Oh my it's, god, you it's know, amazing when you put something positive on Facebook and I'll get like three likes. Well, I don't care about then yeah. I it's say again, I hate we have something to be ca- and it's like three hundred. I'm like, yeah. Well, I think we are. We but are. But that's a very. There's so many things that literally got three likes. People yeah, and are they're all we positive are, things that you like were like generally excited about. But it goes back to what so you were weird. saying, John. I think that we become addicted to anger and addicted no, to people dislike. People respond to it so much more. It's because it's it's there's it, it 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 creates a different adrenaline, I think, in people and gets them worked up. Where like something positive is like, I want to help you celebrate your shit like that, which is also negative in yeah. its own way, right? Like, but as soon as you get angry, they're like either fuck you or yeah, like that gets them excited. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'm sure that he didn't create this saying, but I have heard Dean Del Rey or at least seen him put it online. But it's like promote what's great, not what you hate. And it's kind of like, th- like I I would rather you put out tweets and posts that were about things that you liked that were like genuinely positive than like, you know. I mean, it's you you're gonna make it funny. I'm pointing at Jen now, everybody, in case you can't <laughs> who don't know what I'm talking. But like, you'll make it funny if you don't like something. You'll put a funny twist on it, and yeah. it'll be like a joke. Do you know what I mean? It's not just a rant or a complete like 
you know, five paragraph essay on why fucking this is the kind of driver you hate or whatever, yeah. you know, it, yeah. <clears throat> it would be a joke. So to me, that's a different thing than being just negative all the time. But also like, there's nothing wrong with being positive or saying, hey, this band out here is really good or you guys should check this out or go see this movie or, yeah. you know, there's an, or promoting yourself like, hey, I've got a sh- this is a thing I'm doing. Like, but there's just like a fine line for me of like, do like there's just too much sometimes. And I'm like, oh, you did it too much. It's too much over here. But again, not for me. Doesn't matter. In a hundred years, <laughs> the crazy thing is it won't mean anything, but it'll still be on the Internet. Yeah. I will say what I would like in 2019 is for us to do more podcasts together. And I mean that in seriousness. I always enjoy the the, the group uh, podcast. I'm always up whenever you say whenever Well, you Jen's ask. on five different shows now. Are you going to start one with Christina? I'm going to start one with Christina Walking Shaw. Yep. Nice. Yeah. What's that gonna, what are you going to call That'd it? Fun. Jill and Off. Jill and Off. <laughs> it was I like Christina's that. idea. I wasn't sure in the beginning, but we're going to go with it. No, I think that's great. Yeah. Friday on Tuesday. That's the only other podcast you're doing right now, or are you on another? I, think I do the sports podcast which on is Wednesdays. What? Eddie's there a lot, Rich too. Rubin's uh, Dash Radio. Yeah, it's an uh, internet radio Fandom thing. Sports. Fandom, Fandom Sports. Fandom, yeah, there you go. Okay, and Ed, you are obviously still doing the Ralph Report. I do the Ralph Report five days a week, yep. and uh, the Ramble with Jerry Rocha, yep. and this. I'm yep. always up for your podcast show. anytime yeah. you ask. Johnny Thunderpants, are you gonna are you gonna add? To I your, got. Uh, uh, I'm gonna do my own podcast oh. that I record in my bedroom uh, under the covers. Oh, called uh, Hotbox. Called Hotbox. <laughs> <laughs> called Dutch Oven. Uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, no, I mean this is the only podcast I do. Um, I know you're starting a new one, aren't you? Yep. Nobody oh, listens. Really? Nobody listens to Dad with Frank Caliendo. Yeah, that'll be uh, awesome. much yeah. more received than this one, I'm sure. Uh, ideally, it'll bring eyes to it'll this. Get though. Collateral. This will get collateral. Things. Hopefully, right. hopefully, I'm hoping that Ralph, like maybe Ralph Report listeners come over here too. I want they you might. to do a podcast that's only uh, ten minutes long, just called Letters to My Planet, because you own a planet, and I would love you to start it's writing a star. letters to your, uh, your star. Sorry, let's, you know, star. let's call it a planet. Well, I, I don't think well, we you can. You own the star. You own the planets in that solar system See? around that star. Right. See? Oh, that's no. not true. See, Eddie is educated. No, I think so. There's no you know rules what? in space. <laughs> oh, you know what Eddie is short <laughs> you can for? Make up whatever rules hey, you, you know what Eddie is short for? Educated. Exactly. Okay, so just listen to him. It educated. is. His oh. name is Educated Pence. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Educated Ed Pence. is short for Educated. <laughs> His middle name is Bookworm. Educated Bookworm Pence. You didn't oh. know that? Yeah. I was His unaware. family was really big into studying. Do we know? Not into naming people properly. Uh huh. Uh, Jen's got a new nickname she's going to be going by in 2019. Jill, apparently. Yeah, J. Murph. J. Murph. J. Murph. Yeah. Like J. Lo. Uh, G- that's the only what? one I can think of. Is there another? Uh, no, it doesn't really have anything to do with J. Lo. Oh, but I mean, it's yeah. kind of that similar thing. You take your short and your last name and... Well, what I'm doing here, John, is I'm creating a brand. Oh. Oh. Because the J. Murph brand. Yeah, I need to be different in order to be, uh, you know, more popular. Okay. Now, so you've decided to not work on new material. Did you, you're did you do work that no, out in therapy? Because no, no, that's work, the way it came I'm off like that was something you were jokes. told to say in therapy. Can yeah. you say that again? What? I'm, you, you sound like you just you just repeated like some what? therapy jargon there. Yeah, no, I think uh, working on jokes is not the way to go. No, it's up. <laughs> I'm going to think of good nicknames. I'm going to... Um, That's cool. So the good nickname is the way to... Up, up the meme game. That helps. Uh, memes. And uh, it's memes important. Help. I'm going to do a Facebook and uh, Instagram live. Every two seconds? Morning, noon, night. Yeah, that's oh, good. I can't wait. Uh, whenever I'm eating a meal, basically. Crush it. Crush it. Let, uh, pe- let people into my Crush world. It. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna continue to make awesome photoshops. Um, Please. Yeah. Do you wanna 
I think sometimes your family can be a good indicator of where your career is. And in the last, like, four months... You've had to see him? My mother and stepfather have suggested any other... And, and your mom's so good with suggestions <laughs> to begin with. So. She's got she's got anything? a notebook full she of stuff for Ed. Bad. They've always been very supportive. But in the last, like, four months or so, anything I even mentioned that I might be interested in, they're like, you should really... You should pursue a career in that. My stepdad told me I should go work for the zoo. Because I posted pictures of these uh, squirrels outside my window, and I said oh. how much I love squirrels. Oh <laughs> Who doesn't go see the squirrel? <laughs> you should go. Serious. Look, Jen, Jen, I noticed your pictures of squirrels. You should go work at a zoo. Uh, he was totally zoo. serious. He goes, you ever thought about working at the zoo? And I go, why? And he goes, well, you love animals. I go, well, you have to like go to school. Like that's Also, profession. squirrels aren't at the zoo except stealing <laughs> well, nuts from the concession stand. They're everywhere, but they're but also they're, at the uh, zoo. Yeah, they're free. They're not part of the zoo. <laughs> But this is how sad it is. He goes, "Oh, just go work there." And I'm like, "Oh, like the one that cleans up the animal shit." Yeah. That's that's a good. And thing. then like, can, yeah, and then you could wipe monkey butts. Your comedy is so bad. You should just go clean up animal go, shit. Go wipe monkey butts. <laughs> Listen, they, they, in a weird way, just so you know, you may, it may hurt you deep down inside. But what they're saying is they care about you and they want oh, you. Oh, they to, totally they, care. They right want now. you some. They want you to succeed, whether it's in what you want. Or somewhere, even if it is scoop and poop. But also, I we care about you, and you should still do comedy. <laughs> so don't necessarily I give up. I can do both. You can do both. You can, can. work true. the zoo in the morning shift. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Work comedy at night. Yeah. Or have lunch to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Keep me time. All right, guys. Uh, thank you. 2018 is done. Uh, we're on to bigger and better things, the brighter year, futures. We'll 2019 is going to shine. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yes, we'll have more. We'll have more of Jen and Eddie in the future. We'll uh, have uh, so next time you guys come, everybody's got to have a personal challenge. You have to wear uh, um, all sports all stuff one, team? one day, just for one, one day. Sport on a non-related. I'm going to try to wear multiple <laughs> um, logos I can do for it. a whole day and see if it works. Oh, I was that you get out. Uh, can you remind me? What were you? What have you been working on? Nicknames or what, what's your thing? You're going to try. You're, you're going to work on some branding. Anything so besides need, jokes. You're going to. I want to hear about how that goes. <laughs> I want to hear how that's going to go. What's going to be your personal challenge before we? By the next time we see you. My personal challenge. I hope I got. I hope to God I get a haircut. Okay, that's okay. Well, well you're the, you can. Dumbbells yeah. too. I mean, I'm working on doing push-ups for it, like getting in shape for it. Working on your boners. <laughs> my, working on my working on getting new boners for long-haired men. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, my personal challenge is to just all inner, like just try to be more accepting and uh, open-minded. And all right, we'll see how that goes by the next uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, we will. All right, wrap it up, champ. All right, thanks for uh, listening. See you sorry, next week. sorry, I told everyone to shut up earlier and uh, <laughs> enjoy the hurt. show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe 